What song do you want to hear, Dan? Beer! You are now listening to America's favorite craft beer podcast, a show that covers tricks, tips, and trends inside the craft beer industry. I am your host, craft beer enthusiast, Tom Simpson. Next to me, my co-host, a man with more untapped check-ins than you have steps on your Fitbit, the adjunct professor himself, Mr. Dan Howway. Tune in, sit down, and drink up. And most importantly, thank you for joining us on another episode of America the Brew. I'll do it all again. I guess I'll have to wait until then. And if I get drunk, well, I'll pass out on the floor now, baby. You won't bother me no more. And if you're drinking, well, you know that you're my friend and I say, Welcome to Season 3, Episode 7 of America the Brutiful. If you're an avid listener to the show, you'll remember that a few months ago, we were at Twin Elephant and talked to the Rons of Autodidact. They were telling us about all the challenges they were facing in opening a brewery and were targeting March for their open. Well, check the calendar, kids. It's March, and guess where we are recording today. Uh, Tom is off this week, and I'm super excited to bring in two great friends to the show. Scott of Lorenzo the Beer Cat fame, and Rob from Hayes Boys. Thank you guys for joining us. I Listen, I just want to say this. He said, listen up, kids. There are no kids in this brewery. <laughs> None. None yet. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. And, uh, of course, I want to bring in the Rons. Hello, guys. Uh, thanks for having us here. We're going to be talking about the open soon. So, so we're super excited for that. I want to open a beer first. This is, uh, I got this beer, and I've been waiting to see Scott to open it. This one is from Freak Folk. It's called Melvin. It is an Amber Farmhouse Ale, aged in wine barrels for two years. Uh, so let's uh, let's pop this guy. We need something to something to to sip before we drink a little more. But you didn't say why you're waiting. It's because it's got a, a really cool cat on it. That's right. It <laughs> is named after their cat. It uh, the cat's name is Melvin. It's an orange cat. Uh, you have an orange cat. I have an orange cat. Yes, so. Rock Ron's got orange. An orange cat. I got an orange cat. <laughs> Lots of orange cats. My dad used to have an orange cat and just kicked the bucket about two months ago. All right, All right, babe. It's pulling out. Way, yeah. to, way to bring us down. Poor Cooper. All uh, right. Uh, so let's ask the question that everybody wants to know for the Rons. We're going to cut to the chase. Let's just start it off here. When are you guys opening to the general public? I, first, I want to ask, did we actually predict March? You did actually podcast? predict All March. All right, yeah. cool. We were dead on. And, uh, and I'll say this. Anytime anybody who's going to open a brewery gives me a date, I'm like, it's going to be like three months after. I did read like, something. It's, um, I was doing a little bit of research. And I, at some point, you said fall. I don't we know. We were yeah. aiming for yeah, there fall. Yeah, there was a fall the article out there. Um, there was a lot of, you know, we hit right when COVID supply chain <laughs> stuff was really bad. So all the tanks took a long time. Uh, and then... Everything else took a long time too. So here we are, March, um, March twenty fourth. That's it. Friday, March twenty fourth, four p.m. The doors will open, and we will be here. Yep. Are you uh, ready or not? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> probably I, not ready. I think that's one of the the big questions. Are you ready? Now we are in the brewery right now. It is fucking gorgeous. There is a living, I, I want to say living wall, but you got living plants here behind where we're sitting. Uh, we are looking right now at the tanks in front of us. You got the autodidact like mini mural, I would call it, to my left. Uh, you got all, 
I'm looking at the bar right now. You got all the stools ready. Everything looks great. But the big question whenever anybody opens a brewery is, do you have enough beer ready? <laughs> because I don't know how many times I've seen a brewery open and they run out of beer. Sorry, guys. We're out of, we're out of beer. We are doing everything that we possibly can to make sure that that doesn't happen. We've been brewing for a little while now, a couple weeks at this point. Um, we've got a couple in kegs um, elsewhere as well. And... Uh, <laughs> We have our tanks are all full right now. We just have one that's empty, and that's going to get filled up next week. So, we should have at least at least six beers um, on tap for opening. Now, another thing that you have on the wall right next to where the taps are is a little thing that says autodidact. And I know Rob, you had looked at it before the meaning of autodidact, and you got a little bit of a kick out of it. Listen, it's great. It's like you basically are telling everybody we're homebrewers. It's <laughs> <Well, laughs> my favorite. Certainly that. Also, uh, pretty classically amongst our questions is, <clears throat> what is your name, <laughs> and what, what the hell does it mean? And how do you pronounce it? Because you, right. you have the, so, <laughs> the phonetical spell, uh, spelling I, up there. Funny, I guess, funny anecdote for that. At one point, the... Uh, one of the construction uh, office women called me to check in on something. She's like, you need to sign these documents, you need to bring these over. She's like, by the way, how do you say your name? Is it Auto Dig Duck? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Sounds You're like a video about. game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dig Duck was a great right. game. Sure was. Um, so we, you know, uh, we thought it would be cool to just put the literal definition of it up there behind the bar how to say it phonetically and what it means. So there's yeah, people who are still going to screw up the oh, phonetic. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Why is it all broken up like that? How do you say it? I, I actually posted it on my personal Instagram, just like the phonetic spelling of it. Just that was it. And I got so many messages like, thank you so much. I had no idea how to say it. And you're like, yeah, we always pick the difficult route. For yeah, it was like we've set a lofty goal where like everyone we call to set up business accounts, like to set up to get grains in the door or hops or whatever, or to set up like QuickBooks. They're like, how do you, what, can you spell that? Like, what is this? Uh, we're hoping to get to the point where people are just like, yeah, I've heard of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we set up an account, they're like, we know about you guys, thanks. Yeah. So, you know, lofty goal for ourselves, yeah. to make our name work for us. <laughs> so why don't you tell us exactly where we are in Jersey? Um, you know, I, I know this area really well. It's not far from where I live or where Rob lives. It's a little bit further for Dan, but you guys have a great location as far as we're concerned. So go ahead and kind of describe where in Jersey you are here. We are in Morris Plains, New Jersey. It's right on Route 10, um, right next to the. If uh, if you're familiar with the area, there's a plaza down the street from us. It's got Chick Fil A in it and Chipotle. All the oh, all shit. the good, yeah, all the good oh, fixings yeah. for, for Uncle Giuseppe's is right yeah, in there. Yeah, you're, gonna, yeah. you're gonna let people bring that stuff in or no? Absolutely, of course. Yeah. And crumble cookie. Yep, yep. <laughs> That's so dangerous. We're pretty, we're pretty close by there, but yeah. Um, the bathroom crew may not uh, be, that, <laughs> be that psyched about Chipotle and Chick-fil-A and yeah. crumble cookie uh, being eaten and then uh, mixed with beer, but we'll see. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're close to a lot of great stuff. Uh, as most people know, in New Jersey, you can't serve food in mm -hmm. your brewery, but you can allow people. People can bring in whatever they want. They can DoorDash here, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah, there's a great ramen place two doors down from us that just opened up in like December. So um, kind of good timing for for both of us. Their their food is fantastic too. So yeah, really, Tokyo. Really that was going to be a question I asked because we're literally looking for some place to eat after this. Yeah, I was it's say, how's the, how's the ramen? Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's really good. Because so it's like a little strip mall. What was not? I don't know. Maybe even only. What was this before? <laughs> before it was a brewery. Go ahead. I I will do that. It was a um, a tile store. <laughs> 
Okay. It's yeah. got real tile store vibes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, it was. Um, we can curse on this, right? Yes, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It was a fucking nightmare. Um, <laughs> every three square. Uh, how, what, how close? Like every three square feet of floor and wall. There was a different set of tiles. <laughs> he should have like left it. Sand wow. sand with fire. Fire. <laughs> like the greatest thing to do would be to salvage whatever was here before. To yeah. like, all right, we don't have to build that wall because it's already kind of nice. We'll keep it. But every three square feet of every wall and floor in this place was just a different tile sample. So it's like yeah. black to green to white to brown. It was awful. Totally unsalvageable. Totally unusable. Had to take all of it out. It probably took, what, three months to get all of it out? for demo, yeah. And we would... Six dumpsters, I think we went through yeah. or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> dumpsters. And then, like, it was a nightmare because we would... Months would go by, and then we'd just like round a corner one day, and there was Find another wall else. with tiles. <laughs> just on tile. It. Like, yeah, God damn it. We thought we got them all. Like, where did this come from? <laughs> it was populating. Like, every time you just, ah, oh, it's like in the back corner, it's awful. Yeah. But the nice part with this last wall that worked out for us was it was like, like a showroom, kind of like a media, like, when you're, I guess, for the salespeople, um, it was like where the bathrooms are over there, there was um, kind of like a, like a box. And we repurposed it over here and just turned it oh, into okay, a cool. wall. So it actually worked out in our favor because it looks it looks awesome there, you know. So I think that's a really cool vibe of it all is where you can like a lot of breweries have is you can see right into the brew house yeah. right from the the tap room floor. So that's you know I, I think helps on the tours right. We just yeah, yeah, kind of just point over and be like there it is. <laughs> yeah, just, there it is. And no, listen, I'm most excited that. about yeah. the tour. Yeah. getting <laughs> the tour. <laughs> you got to give the tour jersey. You got to give the tour. I want to see the sign in like the log book too. Yeah. Well, so how did you guys find this place? I mean, we were talking about this before we started uh, recording today. Most New Jersey breweries are like in the back Industrial. recesses of something oh, yeah. in like Industrial a warehouse. Yeah. So uh, I, I can't even think of another one that's, uh, you know, right on a pretty major highway. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great location. Yeah. So that, I mean, it's kind of boring, but I guess... <laughs> it's indicative of how this state works. So the state leaves zoning breweries up to the towns to say, like, you put them wherever you want in your town. So we were fortunate enough when we got started, I had called the zoning office here to see, like, hey, do you guys have any provisions for a brewery and, like, where we could be in town? And the guy was like, no, but there's a lot of people that want it. So about a day or two later, I get a call from one of the council women in town and she was like i'm trying to get this going like can we work together and kind of figure out how this needs to work so i kind of gave them some guidance like you guys get to pick like if you want us to be in the warehouse district just set that to be your ordinance or you could have us be on route 10 or wherever um so they basically you know there's there had to be some separation there and they were very diligent about that they couldn't like do this for us but they she just alerted us along the way like okay we are going to open up this district to allow breweries and we could be in a retail space and you know just set up set ourselves up that way so as far as the state's concerned they didn't care they're just like you just need to show us how you're laying out your building and the um, town usually is the holdup with most of these yeah, with most yeah. breweries and most things that i've heard it's like if if you're looking to open up in a specific area of new jersey at least it's like if you don't go and find out if the town's welcoming or wanting this then it's going to make they can make it a lot harder yeah for if, sure if, if for you than you expected to yeah I mean, and we're i think we're fortunate as where we're starting that we caught this wave where like towns have finally realized that breweries are kind of a cool thing to have mm-hmm. and they want them so there's a handful of towns that are actively like trying to court breweries and get them to open up in their space be so. great if the fucking governor realized this yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think they're they're coming around i don't know there's yeah, a lot of uh, they say they are yeah they say they are 
Politicians talk a lot. There's a lot to hear. cut through in New Jersey, so it's uh yeah, I can't. I can't complain about the zoning portion of this. It was quick, you know. I would yeah, yeah. Now here's a million dollar question. Sure. Are you going to do one of those ribbon cutting ceremonies? <laughs> no. <laughs> those are like the funniest. They're the funniest thing. That would be you get awesome. like you get like some town politicians. You order this kit. Yeah. I was up at a tin barn opening. Oh, really? Up at, up in, you're in those dead serious. They'd send some New York State senator in. There's this giant pair of scissors that come in, and it's this length of ribbon that's like four feet wide. Really, really awkward. It's as awkward as it sounds. It's usually and it's hysterical. done by like the you know like some business improvement district or the town council or something. It's just a face op for like yeah, yeah. the mayor of town. Yeah, I had to do a couple of them in my day, but they were never a brewery. <laughs> I'll t I take it back. If we can get the giant scissors, I'll do it. No, the, yeah. scissors, <laughs> the scissors and the cut and the length of ribbon. Come on. All right, you uh, you put a beer out in front of us. Uh, tell us about what we are about to drink. This is a double IPA that we're getting fresh off the tanks. They're not. It's not quite ready, um, but you guys get to try it a little ahead of uh, everyone else. <laughs> Have your own. Oh, cool. Thanks. <laughs> I didn't realize there was another can. I was like, all right, go for it, man. Fresh off the tank. Fresh off the tank. So this is one we will put, we'll be putting this in cans. It'll be available when we open. Uh, for how long, I don't know. Uh, we're not sure if we should put limits on it or whatever. So you're going to have cans right when can. you open. Yeah, that's yeah. That's amazing. I, I think that's probably rare. I don't know. Scott, Rob, that, that's not... I don't know how many places have stuff to go right away. I think we were talking about Oak Flower before we went on the air. And they did they Crowlers, didn't they? they? I don't even know if they, they were set up for that right away. No, they yeah. kind of Crowler like, machine yeah. was a little delayed. He got, yeah. It was ordered. I think it just wasn't there yet. Yeah. I think it, I, I think for the breweries that I've noticed, most of the time it comes a little bit later on. But mm. I think there's a beauty to it. Yeah, I think right, so you know. too. And you get batch one. Yeah. First year in cans. It's like yeah. a special thing, you know? Age it. That was like Bateman for the first D ninety six can release. He kept the he kept the mother of all photo bombs in his fridge for a year. Really? We drank it on, yeah, we on, the, did, podcast. on the podcast. We did, yeah. And it was fucking awful. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to tell them about ours? Yeah, so this is Pathfinder. This is our double IPA. So we're gonna do um, we're going to be doing seasonal double IPAs. I mean, in a, in a world of way too many double IPAs, we'll be doing um, a set double IPA for three months at a time. So, and they're inspired by the season. They're inspired by, um, you know, just what we what we think makes the most sense for that time of year. So, this is our spring seasonal, um, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. <laughs> but yes. We're, so we're not going to do a ton of them, but we're going to have them. Um, so there's so going to be a distinction between spring, summer, fall, absolutely, and winter. Oh yeah. Yep. Okay. So, so. I, this may sound, this may be a stupid question. <laughs> sure. Maybe this is a stupid question. I, I when I think of seasons in beer, I think of beer styles. But you are saying your double IPA is going to be for the seasons. Give me an example of. Or, well, why is this one spring, and why is what is your idea for yeah, summer? Listen, can I answer that? The, yeah, right now the hops are in a certain order, and then in the next season, <laughs> yeah. the, the order of the hops yeah, is going to be reversed on the can. And strata after that. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> then strata is the strata. No, so, <laughs> right out the gate, to quick answer to that, we're, we're going to do our best for as long as possible to not talk about the hops, specifically in these beers. Okay. We would, I think our goal with them is to just be something that you appreciate for just what it is and not like, oh, I really like that hop. I'll have anything with that hop. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, and to be honest, if you came in here and tried to ask one of us, 
I don't remember what hops are in this beer. He does. <laughs> so, you do realize it's going to be a question, though, right? Of course it's going to okay, be. So and our answer is going to be, we don't know. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, the answer should be, read the description. you got to ask the other Ron. I, that's got to be, that's gotta be the question. That's got to be the answer. It's ask Ron. Seasonal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seasonal ask Ron, he'll tell you. And then, yeah, and and then when they ask you, <laughs> ask Ron. Ask Ron to your dad. Confuse the fuck out of everybody. All right, let's talk about, let's go back to, I guess, early days. How did you guys start out? Like, First of all, how long have you guys known each other? That, that was a question that came up today. I don't know. We've been, it's got to be in double digits at this point. Yeah. Um, Days? Years. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we just met. <laughs> at least 10 months. Um, yeah, no, we were, we've in music and bands and stuff like that over the years, just mutual friends through all that. And then, um, and then we started to really like link up more and more in those goofy other half lines back in the day where we were just getting hammered at seven in the morning when we were <laughs> guilty, 20, 20. guilty, been there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and then just kind of you know kept hanging and hanging and that was it. And then uh, I was actually working with a, a buddy of mine. We, we 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 made like dorky coffee at our desks all the time. And I was like, hey, we should make beer. Like we should try and like homebrew. And then I mentioned it to Ron too, and he was like, Ah, I'm in. Like let's do that. And. Uh, it's just been a spiral of doom. Spiral. Yeah, it's been a doom spiral <laughs> ever since. You know a conversation that Scott and I have never had with each other? Let's, let's, let's make a brewery. Let's, <laughs> let's <laughs> bring it. No, no, no. No, and that, that, I, I think it's a question that we've gotten... 101 times before is do you guys homebrew do you brew do you brew uh, man absolutely yeah. not and i have a you very have interest I, in it? no i have no. a standard question i go if i could make beer as good as the beer that i drink then maybe i would but i have no i don't i don't believe i could yeah right and, and that's just comes from i love to cook I, I'm, it's not that i'm like clueless when it comes to things like that sure it's just i like the reason i like craft beer is for the best beer that's out there sure yeah so there's a reason why they're the best I'm, <laughs> and that's why i want to drink it so i'm I'll the same way i just think for myself because people have asked me that why don't you you brew it could be a lot of work yeah, right yeah, it's sure. a lot of work and it's a lot of trial and error where i'm sure if you go back to the first few batches of beer they're dog shit right yeah, yeah and we've had a lot of shitty homebrew yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, so much yeah. shitty why would mine be any different yeah. <laughs> yep. no so yeah. how long did it take you guys at what point let, let's ask it this way at what point were you like oh shit this is actually good. We're on to something. So pretty early on, not not necessarily that it was good. I mean, it, it, was, it was they were fine. Like we were making, you know, we found random recipes online for like a, a multi this and whatever. Um, clones, just yeah, like yeah. Clones. yeah strictly clones, just doing, but you're clones. literally like like a propane heater. And a and an igloo cooler that you'd like dump on the coach at the end of the game, like one of those. Yeah, <clears throat> or one of the orange boys. Yeah, right, yeah. right. So we we were starting off with that. So we were never going to make anything that was like incredible, but we got far enough along with it and liked it enough that we were like, okay, let's like just push this and just keep pushing it. And every step that we get, just push it further than that, further than that. And most of the pushing was like buying something new yeah like just maxing out credit cards on let's get that <laughs> let's get that little mini fermenter let's yeah. get the glycol chiller for it let's get this thing to do that whatever and slowly but surely we just ramped up and up and up and then we're like let's can beer as we started doing that yeah. and we would just hand you know a couple cans out to people and people liked them so it just 
Was there like, was there like competitions and things like that that you were getting into? We did uh, the uh, we won yeah. we won one <coughs> round <laughs> of the Shoreside Invitational with uh, this beer with with Wash. Um, oh, that's got to go on the label. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, we're sure everybody. Knows. First round of <laughs> yeah. Shoreside Invitational. round of yes. the <laughs> we won with this idea. Oak flower <laughs> in the saison round of a competition. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. 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 So, um, I lost my train of thought on that one, but. That yeah, was, we that won was that one, one round. Yeah. I think we got second overall too. We did, did we? Yeah. Uh, first place and went Gearblock to Gearblock. So. Shout out to him. So yeah. And you know, there's all these from that competition. There's that at have least three of us. Who, was, yeah. who came in first? Uh, Gearblock. Overall. Oh, okay, so, so he's, I was going to say the first guy is just like still homebrewed. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. But it's Gearblock, so like, yeah, yeah. good job. He did. No, uh, <laughs> the uh, experimental. Harry, he yeah. won two of the rounds, yeah, flat out, and he's you know he he still does homebrew. He's still you know he's looking. I know he's yeah, he he's, wants to. He, he, he like makes some yeah. wild shit. Yeah, he makes some really crazy stuff. His stuff is very good. Um, and then who else won? I don't remember. I don't we tied know. with Shoreside. Oh, Wims. Wims is open, too. Yeah. He yeah. was in that Couple competition. Of us at this Shout out to him. Yeah. yeah that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah like it a is good group. Cool. You know, it's like you guys talk about, like, the music and being into that. It's it's like kind of like knowing, like, an like an underground, like, band that you totally. kind of used to, like, go watch. And <laughs> yeah. now all of a sudden they're, like, headlining someplace yeah. big. And, well, or, you know, so to be honest, I like I liked Wims before he was big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a season of American Idol. Yeah. 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 I knew him when, right? Yeah. I saw my chemical role in the basement in New Brunswick one time. And, uh, <laughs> but we all want to say that. I mean, yeah, honestly, yeah, like we all want to, as beer nerds, we all want to say like we knew you when. Like some of, one of my our closest friends in 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 the world is Bobby from Escahart, and mm-hmm. to sit there and say that I was drinking his beer just when he was just bringing it to us and stuff, and now he's you know brewing up at twelve percent. It's awesome to say I knew you when, and Hell we yeah. all we all want to know what the next thing is. Absolutely, because. The next thing is, you know, once everything kind of starts getting bigger, like you talk about the other half line, and it's like, well, it's it's not cool to talk about like the other half beer that you had, but if I'm telling you about the next brewery that's going to open up, or I was drinking their beer when they were, totally. you know, it's well, the, those yeah. shares are always the the great part was somebody had something that you had never heard of. Of course, you sure, know? sure. And you're like, sometimes it was good, sometimes it wasn't, but now you it was on the map. You can say I had it when, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, yeah. We, there was uh, it came up today. Oh, when we were doing, uh, we were working this morning with a mobile company, uh, and uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we were talking about Treehouse, and uh, my uh, like I was talking about it with uh, my friend Dan, and I drove up to Vermont, did the whole usual Vermont run. And he was like, we should hit this place called Treehouse. I heard it was like, you know, they make some good beers. And it was a fucking shed. You know, it was like really little. You mean Munson? No. It was no. before was that. Oh, before yeah, that. Yeah. Bef- see? So like, you know, and then I was like. And, it, and now it turns out. Let's go. Come on. Come on. That's that's OG game. Just showed yeah. my age. That's name dropping. I literally looked it up today oh. to find out what I drank <laughs> from that. Yeah, there you go. Let's go. Yeah, is that a little treehouse sweatshirt? No, this is from. Uh, I think this is from Munson. No, it's All from Charlton. Because right. I have the. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Now there's like 16 of these yeah. tags yeah. on the sweatshirt. There's a golf club on. Yeah, yeah. one of the tags is a golf silly. tag on the end of the hole. It's silly. <laughs> Crazy. It's a money machine. So one thing you guys did during the pandemic, and I think, I think the pandemic actually may have, you know, listen. You know, pandemic was a bad times, sure. but it was weird times. And one thing you guys did was like, "Hey, we made this beer. If you want to come pick it up, 
come pick it up. And I remember I went uh, over to pick up one time, yeah. and there were like two other cars of people. I'm like, wow, this is like a thing. <laughs> you know, people like free beer. They want to pick up sure. beer. How much, how did that whole experience work, and how many people did you kind of get on board to the brand at that point? That's a good question. I think there's a good balance of the two things. Like, it started out as, like, you know, local Facebook group or whatever, Maplewood and all that shit. And we reached out and, like, hey, you guys want to try the beer? Come by and whatever. And then it worked out that my partner here is also very good at websites and all that fun stuff. So we were able to kind of turn it into a more, um, uh, you know, user friendly process. And, and it just kind of, you know, spread around a little bit through that, you know. Yeah, we set up we set up a way to just like reserve a can or right. two, depending on how many we got. Um, dude, we never you know we never wanted to take money for it because we were just right. Like, yeah, well, we have to Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. certainly not allowed to. But even if we wanted to go under the table, we kind of just felt bad because we're like, I don't know if this is going to be any good or not. Ooh, new beer. Uh, Listen, there's honesty and, te and integrity about this. Finally, pour. Yes. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> who's that young lad that this brought is, us? Uh, this Anthony, Anthony Necco. Anthony Necco, man. Known as Neko. Um, he's been an extraordinarily helpful person through yeah, the whole he's process. Gonna, he's like employee number one. Absolutely. Really, yeah. You'll keep him? The best. We'll keep him. Pours coming directly from the tank. Because yeah. that's where the beer comes from. <laughs> <laughs> we, do, yeah, we don't have taps here. We strictly pour from tanks. Uh, from so the tank. Home, what do we have in front of us? Uh, Neko, tell us. You know. <laughs> they know what it is. <laughs> it's, just a, it's a pale ale. It's 5%. Super easy drinking. Pale. Um, it's yeah, definitely got some some heat on it still. Mm. You know, it's conditioning, but um, okay. definitely wanted to make something a more approachable, easily easy drinking beer to make sure that you know um, we had it's delicious. Thank you, appreciate it. For, and the first beer was delicious too. Thank you. Uh, That's very sweet of you. So yeah, I think when you are opening a brewery, it's tough to get the name out, right? Mm -hmm. If, we already if, went over that, Dan. No, you know no, how no. to pronounce it now. Yeah. Well, no, I, I, not <laughs> Thank you. I know the actual it's hard to name. After, name after, after, after 72 episodes in season what? three, he'd figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the hell we're on now. Word of mouth is what I mean. Uh, and you guys have had the advantage of kind of, you know, being friends with some other breweries. <laughs> and sure. your beers have been available beers that you have collaborated mm -hmm. on your recipes have been available to the public you did uh two beers with twin okay. elephant yep. you did one beer with oak flower which i actually had yesterday on tap at paragon oh, no shit, still around. it was it was uh it was on there so of course you, you know did, i did yes. <laughs> of course you did <laughs> uh so how does that you know like do you think some people know your brand yet or do you think that's something you still have to cultivate and make and have people understand what autodidact is? Um, I have thoughts too. But go ahead. Yeah. Send me your thoughts. <laughs> I'm out. So <laughs> it's. I think there was a. There was a. There's like two answers to that kind of. But I think there's two sections to it too. Like I think there was an I like a brand that we were cultivating as when we were home brewing and when we were kind of building out that like idea because we've always leaned into like uh you know nature and life and all that stuff and uh, i think that is start kind of learning how to do that here at this scale and this space and all that um and i think in, in my opinion with the help of all of our family and friends and wives and all this stuff like i think we've you know 
put that together pretty well. I think there's definitely some exploring that needs to be done. I, I'm hoping to spread the brand a little bit further now, but there's definitely a group of people that I think understand it, and then I, I'm hoping that you know this makes the most sense as we continue to open up and spread the word. You know, well, I think it's the beer nerd too. I mean, sure, beer nerds just want to be ahead of everything like yeah. we were talking about so they're i remember like the worst kind of people <laughs> we, we, don't have the worst. we are we're passionate about what we like and and sometimes that turns into negatives but uh well i, I think the best part about that is that like you get the beer nerd who's into going to a place ahead of time like before mm-hmm. it and if they're like super annoying like that then they're quickly ushering their way out to the next place <laughs> so they don't hang around too long you know I thought you st- yeah you but you were there first right yeah. but they'll pick up cans still so they'll still be a, a, a sure you know a drive-by customer yeah, yeah they'll be flogging there's beers be a balance, but i'll be there right? first but i won't be there last exactly yeah. there's got to be a balance between how you started who were your local diehards that knew you when and yeah. and then just turns into you know the rest of the community kind of knowing who you are you can't if you're not going to run a brewery just based upon the guys that knew you as a home brewer sure, you know so sure. you you better uh, start with an audience but then kind of build it up and Absolutely. you know go from there so sure i think that we've spent the last year really working on trying to make that was uh, you know part of this whole place you know make it so that when you opened up there was actually somebody at the doors willing to come yeah, in they, but, yeah, yeah they gave a shit about it yeah. well you yeah. said there's actually been people to try to get Already, yeah, right? a couple people I mean, just walk up and they're like, are you open? It's like, no. I mean, the place, um, uh, back to the location, if you're driving on the highway, you're like, hey, what the fuck's that? And if you find out it's a brewery and you're a beer guy, yeah, we, uh, even even like not the beer nerd, you're just a beer guy, you're like, oh, I want to stop there. Hell you yeah. Know? It, it, it has that appeal when you're driving. Well, the other thing is, is if you're like, you know, a parent of a kid who's just starting out in like karate and martial arts you don't want to stand around and watch that shit you want to go drink a few beers like two, like i said there's like a kid running in with kendo sticks two doors down he's late to he was late to taekwondo or whatever they have a sign on their door that says parents aren't allowed in so we're going to get a sign that says parents well yes, yes. Right. Oh, you, you have to have some kind of karate themed oh, beer you yes. know standing room only so i mean like when we talk about brand a little bit like we've we everything that we do we put that logo like in it a lot we want that to be like something you instantly recognize you know so t- tell us about the logo too no. like what, what's the deal uh, with the logo <laughs> but we, the we, sign, we recommend putting the logo on everything so. right yeah of course but like, before you get some like weird like jester king uh people being like i think it's a, it's a satanic symbol relax yes. relax tinfoil dan i'll, I'll allow <laughs> i'm saying you got to explain it so people know and don't we come can to let the group tell us what you think it is but we're not going to tell you what we think it is Ooh, yeah, okay oh wow i mean i think that's a tree okay or like okay. a gnarly arrowhead it's an uncompleted Ooh. peace sign okay all right with the star trek logo in the middle star trek sure <laughs> peace we've heard uh we've heard tree we get a, a little bit uh we've heard it's an a i get the tree yeah um we've heard it's a hop that one feels loose. I like the A. I like <laughs> the tree. It's it, it's come through so many different. Iter- like it started out as one thing. It's kind of there is a page on our website that shows every version of it. Oh really? Oh, yeah. it's a secret, cool. right? Yeah, you, you, have to, like, you won't through. find it, but it's yeah, there. There's a lot. Listen, if there's anybody a pages on our this, website loves that, that shit, <laughs> like like deep like deep diving into finding codes and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> Ron's done quite a few of them. Yeah, shout out to Shawnee Beer. Good luck with that, buddy. Yeah. 
We, yeah, there's a couple of folks that have like, you know, we released a bottle years ago that was like this, you know, saison uh, with, you know, all different kinds of bugs in it and, and, and raspberries <laughs> and like shit like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeast bugs. Um, but we only released it like secret. So you had to like figure out a code and do a bunch of different it. things to find it and stuff. Uh, we thought about burying it in the woods. Like we really thought about getting weird with it. And a couple people got it, which is pretty fun. That yeah, sounds cool. incredible. Yeah, actually. it was fun. Seriously, like it's got meme right all over it. The wheels in my head are spinning right now. <laughs> yeah, we, we're, well, I was just worried. How did he miss that? We were patenting actually the idea for an escape room place, yeah. where you get to get in line for a beer release and you get out. <laughs> Great, I love escape that. Escaped brewery. <laughs> yeah. Just lock you in there. Yeah, yeah, you got to figure out code. Figure out, get yeah. out. You got to dump hops. You got to brew it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Free work. You got free yeah, work. Right. <laughs> Go ahead. Whatever you want. Customer and also work. Absolutely. Yeah. But we did bet big on the sign in the front is just our logo. There's no Yeah, I was going to say, there here. is nothing that when you drive by that nothing. says it, right? No, it says brewery, I think. Does it? No. Or oh, the, the, the little sign, sign yeah. in the corner yeah. says brewery. We're like, we got to do something. Uh, and then there's a neon sign at the door here that says fresh beer. So hopefully that's a good indicator. Yeah. But the sign itself is, doesn't say autodidact, doesn't say anything. It's just the logo. That's so kind of the brand we've set up, you know. Uh, <laughs> ambiguous and find hard us to figure out. Yeah, yeah, find us if you will. It's like the Freemason of well, here. So, right? yeah, the, I'm going to tell this story real quick. It's very funny. So I have a five-year-old we'll son. We'll be the judge of that. Yeah, yeah. He's boy love it. I... I have a five-year-old son. He's a fucking animal. Um, he's a, literally a bobcat. <laughs> Sounds like my kind of people. Yeah. So he, you know, he comes here. We work here on Saturdays and stuff. And, and him and my wife and my one-year-old will come by, and you know, the logo's outside. So I was driving with him the other night, and we passed a Freemasons building that literally is just a front of a building, and then the logo's up, lit up on the top. And my son Milo was like, "Dad, the beery," and I was just like. No, but that's that's a Freemasons building. But yeah, like, yeah, that's a, hey. it looks like it. It's pretty, you know. You Ours is the Illuminati building. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not the Freemasons. Yeah. He it's recognizes that as a place that he can come and crush double IPAs. And <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> At a very young age, just showing up, just be like, "When's the next meeting?" Just no. Yeah, listen, there. we'll take you. Grab a beer. Exchange <laughs> the secrets for beer. I think it's a, it's a good. Yeah, I don't know what a Freemason is. Yeah. So I'm. I'm uh, I think I unless know. you are one, it's a totally wild card. All right, I like it. It's like Fight Club. Sounds fun. So Scott, Scott brought a beer here. Uh, Scott, tell us what you what you brought for us. Uh, this was given to me, gifted to me by. Sorry, I just really <laughs> just, wow. First time on the cast. <laughs> uh, this was gifted to me by uh, Rich and Lauren at Tin Barn. It is uh, a collaboration between District Ninety Six. I don't know. Maybe you were familiar with this brewery. Heard of them? them. Might be. Uh, and Tin Barn. So it is called Absence of Snakes. It is a mixture of um, Lauren at Tin Barn's barrel-aged stout and John at District 96 non-barrel-aged stout. So I heard I heard Johnny was very very instrumental in the process of not only the blending but the barrel selection. <laughs> yeah. So there's definitely no you sarcasm in your voice. Yeah. So you, what did Nick do for this beer? Yeah. When you don't have yeah, right. when you don't have a barrel program, you kind of just have to give the non-barrel. Oh yeah, so I love it. I don't. I'm not taking credit for this to say got that some it's fresh glasses coming. Up. Okay, pause for a second. Yeah. So um, 
<clears throat> so back to the, to the friendship thing because I think that was uh, kind of an important part. Uh, you guys are starting out. Listen, it's a pain in the ass, right? I mean, you guys have told us how much of a pain in the ass it is to open a brewery in the state. But one advantage you guys had, you know, we mentioned Twin Elephant, we mentioned Oak Flower, uh, and especially Colin just opened his brewery. It had to be some kind of help or at least some kind of solace to be like, okay, somebody else went through this shit uh, who I can vent to when you have setbacks in in trying to open up. Absolutely. I think um, I, I, you know, as much as I don't love tooting Colin's horn here, yes. uh, he was instrumental in a lot of the helping of, you know, because he was about three months or so, or, you know, I guess realistically now, yeah, oh, two months ahead of us. Any snag that he hit, we'd be like, Colin, what'd you do about it? You know, and he would kind of work us through whatever whatever bullshit snag he hit, and we were able to kind of maybe navigate a little bit better, um, which was nice. And, I mean, they're just always so helpful. And, I mean, Twin Elephant, too, has just been, I mean, I can't even and begin to talk about how much they've helped us through all the process. I literally homebrew, like, we did... Um, we did our black IPA yesterday, and I milled, I homebrew milled the grains over at Twin Elephant. <laughs> really? Yeah, because we don't have a homebrew mill yet. So we just have our big mill, and I didn't want to put dark grains through it. So I like, went over there, and Liz helped me out and get it all set up and stuff like that. And just everybody, it's just a great community. So it's it was like, community. you know. Well, really they nice. might be the best people in the world, too. They, they really certainly could. Tim, certainly Cindy, wonderful, Frank, wonderful and they're people. Just Absolutely wonderful. Every question clean. we have, they're just like, do this. Like, and it's just... Perfect and answer. Always solid advice. It's great. Yeah. I mean, Liz, and then the unsung hero, Scott, is one of those people that, you know, he's an under-the-radar guy, but he has helped me out with so many yeast questions. He's been absolutely... <laughs> we're just, still talking about beer, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. We, we, we're talking sourdough. Uh, <laughs> guys, gather around for our next podcast. We're going to be doing a sourdough. <laughs> um yeah, he, uh, they've just been great. I mean, and going back to, I mean, yeah, having, having Colin was, you know... Came in. And another shout out to Gearblock because basically sure, as was Colin awesome. ran up, Gearblock was there for him. So he basically just passed everything Gearblock said on to us. Mm. So Tony over at Gearblock, super helpful again. He was also helpful with us with a couple of things already too. Yeah, Tony's so, great. Well, I know Absolutely. we we talked to them before they opened. Yeah. And that's why that question I, I came to you with early what the fuck happens if you run out of beer? Yeah. Like, he was just like, that shit is not going to happen. Yeah. He had his cold box, like, oh, yeah, as filled as possible. Yep. Uh, and, yeah. and, and it is a concern, because I have seen that happen with breweries that just opened, and, like, you know, yeah. the demand for yeah. grand opening is... It's Yeah, I, I expect it to be fairly high at, out, up front, and then you kind of, like, you know, level off as you go. But we definitely um, set our schedule to stay as open as possible the what is going to be your what is your like you know some breweries are like monday tuesday wednesday we're not going to be here just mm. thursday friday saturday so Sunday, so. Uh, so out the gate maybe there's a good place to say that so for our opening weekend we're going to be open friday and saturday uh then from then on it's going to be friday through sunday oh, yeah. thursday for su th thursday are for we sunday. doing thursday through sunday <laughs> oh, here we go yeah, let's go let's go four to eight on, four to eight on thursday can we guys can we, we're can fucking we get a wednesday <laughs> yeah can we're we about to open up a wednesday's at 12 <laughs> it's not a record we're gonna have there's gonna be a soft opening on wednesday at noon for kids milo's working the taps not alcoholic hot water for the kids they're gonna be running around playing board games and just breaking shit yeah yeah milo's gonna be drinking hot water and being like this is too hot you gotta let this sit for a little bit longer it's <laughs> green as hell 
Um, four to ten or four to eight on Thursday, four to ten Friday, twelve to ten Saturday, twelve to six on Sundays. After the f opening weekend. Opening weekend is it's just Friday. All of Saturday. that minus Thursday and Sunday. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I've got a question that maybe just popped up because I, I know <laughs> what I've found with up and coming breweries and new stuff. Like, do you guys have to keep other jobs? Is it is this yep. full on or sure is it you like so? This this is a passion project, but you something still got to pay the bills, it's so to speak, uh, at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Or is that the plan? Like, is that the goal? Like, at some point, to just be full on? Oh, I mean, the goal yeah. is absolutely to be full For on sure. as soon as we physically can do it, and as soon yeah. as we could afford, you know, our luxurious lifestyles off of this. <laughs> um, Listen, you heard about the the hats going. Yeah. Yeah. The hats, if you if you see these guys, Listen, they're I wearing their beanies I, very very high. You can tell the brewery owner. owner. My my beanie not even owner. like get yeah. that hat lower. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or put it to the top of your head. Yeah. <laughs> they are. yeah, my beanie's currently set to brew owner, a brewery owner. Yeah. Um, I love that. That's so fucking funny. Beards, beanies, and flannels. Yeah. We've checked boxes. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely the goal to be open or to be doing this full time for ourselves and, you know, expanding it as much as we can. Um, that depends on, you know, we still haven't sold a single beer. Yeah, we got so to figure that all out. We're... You know, our nightmare scenario is, like, we open the doors and it's just crickets outside. Like, that's it. That, I mean, um, <laughs> it would be a great meme, though. Yeah, it would be a really great meme. We'll have John, Ra John Ralphio. You can really rip on that. <laughs> that would be a fun one. Oh, thank God. <laughs> just come and do it live. <laughs> You're doing this podcast, though, so, I mean, there's bound to have... Twelve people. Three of us there here. <laughs> there you go. Let's go. <laughs> but half of those people would need to leave their basements. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. So... so I, yeah, so I mean, call it six. It's a <laughs> lot of like deliver? fever dreams running up to it, just about everything. I mean, literally, like, is the cash register going to work? Is did yeah. we finish doing that thing with the bathroom door that creaked a little bit? Like, whatever. So yeah, it's been a little bit more of like, uh, you know, you're just like, it's not just making the beer and kegging. Oh, we got to get figure out the operations portions of this shit, and then you're like. Like, your dad came in and was like, what happens if the power goes out? And you're like, Jesus Christ, I don't know. He came in, he's like, you should have a backup internet service provider. I'm like, are you, can we just use the one for now? Like, come on, we'll just plug the brewery into the socket next door. It'll run. <laughs> yeah. Backup internet. But okay. yeah, like, 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 how do you, you take know, payment if your power is out? Oh, I got like your internet's you know, out, like, right? Like, it's all, you know, Wi-Fi, whatever based now, so... I mean, I get the, the point, but I'm like, Jesus. Yeah, those are legit questions. I wouldn't have thought of. I worked retail for like t 10 years, and then I, I work in corporate retail at this point. But like, you know, yeah, we've had the power go out a couple times, and you had to like do the clunk, clunk, clunk of the <laughs> I have my own cards. business retail-wise, and I haven't even you thought about it. You've never thought about it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 fuck your dad. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look at him. You'll have 40 internet bills overnight. I think the real rite of passage when you open a brewery or any business is for somebody to come in. And eventually tell you that they've lost, you've lost their business. Uh, you lost a customer. Why would you go there? What do you mean, why? I'm glad you're here. It's, it's, it's a rite of passage. Like, you've done enough. Someone's going to get into That's this. You've done enough. People that liked us when we were homebrewing <laughs> show up and be like, this, this is, is a, a fucking nightmare. It's a rite of passage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, this like, isn't so great thing. anymore. You were <laughs> cool <laughs> when you were a homebrewer, <laughs> but now that I got a baby, you just lost a customer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's $7 a pint? Get the fuck out of here. I used to be able to get this in your garage for two bucks and a treehouse can. For no bucks. For no bucks. No bucks. You're charging money now? No bucks. That was honestly like a real worry. Like we were giving beer away and it's like, would people pay for this if we charged? I think, yes. I think that that's the one thing that I think that most 
people don't get about like the idea of like a, being a brewer is saying the beer that I brew is good enough for somebody to come in here and give me money for. Sure. Right. Like, and I think that once you get past that hurdle, you're gonna be you're gonna be fine. But you you guys still have that look of like, wait, people still have to give us money. Yeah. Like, <laughs> need to, like worry about that. But, yeah. But that, yeah. but that is a concern I think for the home brewer because you're brewing, you're beginning. The first people you're gonna give it to are your friends, right? And they're not gonna tell you if it's yeah. if it's not good, you know. And then, but what you did. You gave it to the public, Ooh. and so people can get real check feedback. It, check it in on yeah, Untapped, yeah. and do that kind of stuff. So well, let me ask a, you: That's a nightmare. Let me ask you <laughs> this: What is the worst review you ever got on Untapped? Do you do you know this? Do you, uh, do you check those? I mean, you're just like we, we, going dark. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I, I like the dark. I this is exactly the worst review we've ever gotten who on was Untapped. It? Don't say who it was, but what was it? I won't say who it was because I don't know. Right, but <laughs> it was on the collaboration we did with Colin at Oak Flower. Whoa! Really? All right, Let's there go. is a human being. I don't know who he is. I'll find out. That rates <laughs> Track him all of Colin's you. beers one star. And he's like, pretty good. But he goes there every <laughs> weekend. And Colin knows exactly who he's like. It's that guy over there. And the guy knows. goes every weekend and rates everything a one. Yeah, he knows. Like, but he's That's enjoying. So interesting, that. though. I'm coming after this his, guy. He's <laughs> got a very. He's very strict. He's, yeah, he's, he's, yeah. yeah. Level of five is really. I'm not, yeah, right. I, I don't want to get too into it. So let's not do a pile on him. Oh, I do want the pile on. This is gonna be fun. You know he listens to that. There's no way this guy listens to any beer related podcast. He would clearly know how Untapped works and how detrimental one star is. on But he's still giving. He's still going there every week. So you would say, "Oh man, one star. That's really gonna hurt my business." But not if that guy is going every single week. Yeah, yeah. giving money. I mean, it's a very yeah. If I came through your brewery and rated waiting every- for it to get better, <laughs> if I came through your brewery and rated everything one star, I'd say you something. would never see yeah. me again. Right. That would be it. I'm moving on to wherever yeah, I yeah, like. Yeah, if it's, you know? yes. sucks, you don't come back. Yeah, right. he's got a big pair. But he likes it. Yeah. He does Great like local it. pale ale, one two five. That's, that's, it. It. that's it. Great local pale ale. This is gonna get screenshotted. This has got pilsnerish all over it. Right, all over it. Right. Tremendous double IPA. Should not one point five. Do we understand the word tremendous? <laughs> tremendous. <laughs> I I did. So of course, you know, when Colin released it, we're like nerds, and we're like, oh, what does everybody think? So we go in on tap and we look, and I find this one. Everyone's you know pretty highly rated. We're very lucky. You know, Colin. I believe it's a four. One four two somewhere. Yeah, it's up there. It. Yeah, that that's great. great. And yeah. very good. Score. All kudos go to Colin because he. You know, as soon as you leave, we brewed it with them, but then all of the back all the cleanup work, work and everything. And yeah, we're just like, all right, we'll see you later, Colin. <laughs> so, Colin, you know, brought it home and made it a good beer, and it is a good beer. And then this guy rolls up doing that, <laughs> and so I caught it when I'm looking through on tap. I'm like, oh my god, like why does he hate it so? Much? <laughs> so then I, I did. Did you comment on? No, it? no, I'm no. Not, oh, I thought god. I thought you. Uh, I, have to, a, I have to wrangle him in sometimes because Ron's just like, what the fuck's this guy's problem? And I'm like, don't. Don't. <laughs> there's got to be two. There's got to be yeah, one of them. Yeah, we're, we're yanging. We're yanging. Yeah, yeah. We got a good cop, bad cop thing going on for sure. <laughs> um, how do we go to his house? And could, you call us <laughs> fucking clown shoes? <laughs> <laughs> I found the beer he rated highly. 
the highest yeah, rated it? beer of all. It was I think it came Sam in Adam at Boston four star. No, it was a shipyard fruited sour. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's always shipping. He's got a child's palate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a Welch's grape juice. He yeah. rated very high. He really liked it. Um, yeah, it was pretty funny. But no, I mean, it's kind of odd because he clearly likes a lot of the beers that he's drinking, but he's rating them so low, and I don't think he understands how, like, <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. please just, like, start at a three and go from there. Like, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. No, did he have that beer? That's not uh, – I don't know who that is. Whoa. That glass. What glass is it? I know where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, was that that guy? What glass? No, I don't oh, think okay. so. <laughs> but beer glass mafia. Oh, yes. so, <laughs> it was bubbly. <laughs> Might have to send this to shitty pictures of beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so there are a few questions that are always asked. Please. And we're going to have to ask them. And I, and I have the best person in the world sitting to my left oh, on boy. these. That's a really good um, right. <laughs> uh, Kids, dogs, and, and since Scott's here, cats. Like, well, who, who's allowed yeah. in here? He um, walks his cat, so I mean, he's probably. I don't do, you, do you actually walk your cat? I've walked him a few times. Yeah, ah, he's into never it. Never been able to do that. Amber's done. Yeah, it. You do it. <laughs> oh. He he's pretty cool with it. Um, That's great, bro. <laughs> he gets overstimulated quick, and he's got to go back inside. But um, I don't think we are allowed to have dogs. So here's what I'm thinking, and I don't know <laughs> the fact that this is enclosed, the actual area where the beer is brewed. Mm-hmm. I think you may be able to, but with dogs, I think so. I don't have a problem with dogs. We're gonna have a little bit of outdoor space. I'm I'm pro pro dog. I'm like that's totally fine. My dog sucks. But any, anybody <laughs> that's not a, not a pro dog. No, <laughs> I'm not pro my dog. I'm pro everybody else's dog. Um, my, my dog's a jerk. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm pro that. And then yes, of course. I mean, we're we're parents. We have small children. We get it. Sometimes you need to come out on a Saturday, preferably a Sunday, <laughs> and. Uh, you know, post up for a, a beer or two. I get it. So you know, just yeah, control. I mean, just control your children. So you're gonna let it ride and see what how it plays until, out. Until right? we, yeah, of course. I mean, whether it's I don't think any brewery opens up and says, "Hey, no dogs, no no kids." It's kind of like it has to play itself out and see where the problems lie, what the crowd is, what's yeah, sure. You know, like I mean, again, I think Rob will be the first one to say we're never pro, like anti kid or anti dog, and we're anti shitty kid. An anti-shitty dog in a brewery. And so anti-shitty right. people. Like, well, like, oh, like yeah. shitty yeah. adults. Yeah. Get the like, fuck out. Yeah, yeah. Like, seriously. Yeah, humans generally ruin everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whether they have animals, whether they have small humans, or who they might be are. animals. Mm. They might be animals themselves. Yeah. They're shitty. I they mean, we everything. have, like, you know, there's a giant glass wall. I don't yeah, know what your a lot kid might do to that. So there's some anxiety about, like, you know. Could you imagine... How heavy do you think the kid would need to be to run full speed <laughs> at that glass wall? I don't know if he's got enough room to get the momentum up. He'd have to make a Yui like Listen, we'll, we'll have to ask uh, my brother's brother because he managed to break one of yeah, them. Yeah, so one oh, yeah, this pain right here. My brother, we were Ron and my brother were holding it. Um, shout out Daniel. Uh, we're holding it. Just, shout out Danny. Yeah, <laughs> and they were holding it, and just it just the weird angle that it went, it just crumbled. Wow, it's crazy. So like, I'm just like. God, I, all I could think was just like M- Milo is a jerk off sometimes. Like he's gonna, <laughs> he's, he's gonna bring a toy in and just smack it into that thing, and then it's gonna just crumble on him. But it's yeah. not like Fuck it's not this. Like yeah, <laughs> it's not like that. Fuck this glass, you, you can punch that glass and it won't break. But if you put it in the wrong way at a corner, 
It'll just crumble on just you. That's what she it. said. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Ooh, okay. 2023. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. I mean, <laughs> so, yes. I don't even remember the kids, question. Yeah. Was. Kids, kids are, are allowed. allowed. Yes, kids. Yes. Sorry, sure. I still am not Bring sure them. if dogs are allowed. I don't know, but kids are allowed here. But, you know, it's not a McDonald's play place. You know, yeah. Not, we don't have just a ball control play. your kids. Just yeah. come in, bring your kid, have a beer. Yeah. Sure. Rely. Bring a fucking tablet and post Yeah, that. give him the iPad and, and give him something to that's do. That's okay. All yeah. right, you guys are huge into music. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is something you are not shy about. Uh, when I walked in here, you had, like, all my 90s hits, my 90s hits, not necessarily the hits of the 90s. There's a sure. big difference. Uh, what is it? Are you guys going to have music playing when people come in? If so, like, how loud? Do you want to just kind of hear the people chattering? Like, what's what's your plan on that? Drown out the sound of people. Yeah, it's as best we can. You uh, can't hear anybody. <laughs> yeah, you go to some breweries and I mean, yeah, too loud is definitely not. Well, I think, mean, but like you know, it want we want the ambiance of what music can bring to it, especially that kind of music. Like, I don't know, we're both metal guys. We're not going to be cranking, you know, brutal metal through the speakers <laughs> here. That unless, would be amazing. Unless we, it's it's so the crowd much is right. At like nine o'clock on a Saturday, there's a good possibility it's going to be brutal in here. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, we've had a running joke for a while now. So the councilwoman that has like helped us kind of through the like literally muck, jump through the worst of hoops. She, she needs to awesome. be the one with. The we wanted scissors. her to walk in here and have just the most brutal metal like starting. <laughs> She'd be like, I made an enormous. Just like, what have I done? <laughs> that's that's how you have to do the ribbon cutting. Just yeah. like brutal metal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean this councilwoman. In like full business garb, she's like, like a bright oh color. No. and I'm wearing my full of hell yeah. shirt. Yeah, and, and <laughs> high hat, high hats. Oh yeah, high clearly as high owners. owners. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doctor Seuss cat. Just make it really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, yeah, we'll definitely have music going here. I mean, it's definitely what's like molded us as people, um, and I mean, I guess as brewers too, you know, and so. Um, it's a huge influence on some of the beers that we make. I mean, every beer we make. Every is beer influ- we name is a song. Yeah, it's as a song or influenced by beer. That's pretty cliche. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen any other beers named what we named our beers. No, no, yeah. not, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I think that the major influences definitely come from music, but we've always joked around. But like, yeah, there's music what, and beer. What go, a total hand in hand. Uh, but no, yeah, we, like, we've, you know, I, I mean, you know, you but said it, it's different. different. <laughs> I, I guess it goes back to like a genre thing. Like, you know, like Twin Elephant ha- leans into hip hop quite a bit in their in their beer names and stuff. And we lean oh, more yeah. into like the hardcore punk and, and, and metal stuff. Um, but, you know, we, we also, based on the type of beer and the style of beer, will lean into a different style of music is for sure. Like, um, like Resonance is a, a Saison, it's multi-step, it's all that fun happy horse shit if you're into that stuff um and it's you know it's much more of a like refined music it's definitely that's like, more a, like a chill wave kind of yeah ambient playlist and then dark thing. horse we brewed yesterday is a converge song it's like brutal just crazy i think you're onto something like so it's like kind a, of just a playlist to a beer yeah right? exactly that would be much, awesome yeah. Yeah. there is a like, playlist <laughs> on spotify that is all of our beer names in one playlist no like yeah, literally like this is our season live but this is the playlist that we want you to listen to or recommend you listen yeah, to while you're totally i think that that is like oh that's dude, awesome. that's 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 that would be metal dope music, but like i think i think there's a lot to be said with the beer drinker and music and a lot of them are 
into heavy stuff. So oh, I don't think well, so. You wa- might turn some people off. Well, yeah, Wash is a Bonnie Vare song. Yeah, like, so it's like a real, you know, much more approachable music. Mm-hmm. Like, so we we, we definitely run the game. Yeah, exactly. Run the full spectrum of all the of all the styles of music. It's not all strictly heavy. Obviously, this isn't like a metal brewery. No, you don't get that. <laughs> you don't. You don't get. You don't get a heavy metal vibe when you walk in. <laughs> well, no, but, no. but there's yeah. plants on the wall. Yeah, you know, yeah you're yeah. not like they're all dead. You <laughs> like a fucking like a fucking Bjork inspired beer. Or something. Yeah, listen, somebody I'm, all, I'm all about I'm that. I'm okay with that. Yeah, Bjork yeast. Rules. So you got to get the Kavikis. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. That's a good idea. Do a Bjork beer. All right, we're doing a Bjork beer. Book it. It's called Bjork beer. <laughs> oh, that's it. It's called Bjork. <laughs> uh, last question I have. I don't know okay. about uh, you know Scott and Rob here, but because um, this is something that I've seen so much written about, and I am I think <clears throat> on the opposite end of the spectrum of a lot of people, at least the people that comment on uh, some of Rob's posts. Beer flights is that going to be a thing? People get samples or no? That is a fantastic yeah. question. Do you want to answer it? So <laughs> no meaning flights. you don't want to answer yeah. it. Well, yeah. No flights, yes, samples. Yeah, okay. So we're going to do what, what, what you're drinking out of right now. We have a four-ounce pour. That's a crushed sure. answer. It is. I'm not giving you like a, a college hazing paddle so you can have your beer on it. It's. Yep. You can order whatever you yeah, it want. Says fuck you I'm on so it. In, I'm so indecisive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I get a? Here's my flight. Can I get a sample of the yeah. two oh, that, beers that I'm like shut yeah. the fuck? Can I get a piece yeah. of wood for it? Shoot it. The, the sample is a different. Yes. No. The, the lights and samples. The crowd flight is the worst. Is yeah. your sample the worst? Yeah. Yeah. No, but you want a larger pour. You know, sure. I, I, that is the sample. I, as a craft beer ticker, uh, on, sure. on my untapped. Well, Listen, I want to try everything that a brewery has because what if I go there? And then I leave, and somebody's like, "Yo, did you try this fucking beer? It was amazing!" Right. And I'm like, "No, I did not. So I did not get have a that small beer. pour, Dan." But you, now I can. You know what? Yeah, you know, yeah, I can. Yeah. You, honestly, with with that answer, you need to be like taken into the bathroom and given yeah, an we're adult swirly. <laughs> for that. Okay. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I remember. So we were talking with uh, Alpha. There Brew are four Ops. bathrooms here. <laughs> there is yeah, plethora. There's plenty of bathrooms. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that's going to be commentary on this place. How many bathrooms are? Oh, we have so many so annoying. bathrooms. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's well the Chick Fil A. Yeah, and, yeah, Chipotle. The Chipotle. <laughs> there are four unisex bathrooms. We were forced to have that many. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah. if you open up in 2023, you are conforming to. What do you mean you were forced to have by yeah, like that's, code that's, that's standards code, and ADA really? yeah. stuff, which like you know ADA stuff we're having to <clears> abide by, but like. Four seems a lot, and to be honest, we pushed back a bit because we were like, "Well, we're going to do unisex bathrooms. We don't want to have gendered bathrooms." Sure. Um, and they were like, "We don't care. You need four of them." Which, four like, bathrooms. if you wow. really dive wow. into the code, we shouldn't have to have that. Not for the size of the Listen, space. The no. brewery right. code, like the code for brewery bathrooms, is way behind the times. Like, it should be based on the style of beer you brew. Like, if you brew, if you, if you brew, if you brew Amlam, <laughs> yeah. you should have eight bathrooms. Six, six, eight, <laughs> eight bathrooms per person. If you brew Amlam and pastry stouts, a dozen bathrooms. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fruited Berliners. Because that shit's going to go through you like that. <laughs> Literally. Shit. We'll go through you. All right, we are. Uh, we're going to take a, a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk releases. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. All that's coming up. And actually, before we do that, again, because you know, I always think people are like, "Oh shit, I got to like rewind and go back." Tell us about the release, uh, the grand opening information again. Okay, so we are opening on three twenty-four at four p.m. It's a Friday. It's in two weeks. Uh, we will be open Friday from four to ten. 
um, that's 324, and then 325 will be open from 12 to 10. So please come out, tell your friends. We're looking forward to having you. Give us the address again. You guys are in Morris Plains. 1745 Route 10 East in Morris Plains, New Jersey. Can't miss it. We are the one with the cool logo outside. <laughs> The cool. address is google.com and then just search for Autodesk. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> beer. You, you can do that. that. Yeah, Look yeah, for yeah. beer and Open phones. Yeah. Also, Give me directions to Autodesk beer. Also, I think important to note uh, is that there is parking in the back. There is. Yeah, because please park in the back. Because the amount of parking in the front is none. Is yeah, pretty it's limited. It's limited. There's a big Especially parking lot Especially there's a karate the tournament. Or Should have been yeah. the first beer name. Please park in the back. Yeah. <laughs> really yeah. drive that point home. Yeah, we're going to have to definitely do an overhead shot of where to park. Like... Like Trillium used to do and stuff yeah. like that. Please park. Yeah, park in the back. That's there's plenty of spots. If you park near the dojo, you might get hit with a yeah, 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 yeah. There's a good possibility you're getting hit in the. But shows. I think there's a first aid thing right nearby here too. <laughs> yeah. So, it's so a you're a pharmacy <laughs> and, a, and a urgent care. So you'll be all right. All right. All right. We'll be back in just a moment after this. Thanks, guys. And we are back, Season 3, Episode 7, America the Brutiful. We are in Morris Plains. We're at Autodidact. They have not opened to the public yet. We've been talking about it all episode. Uh, But before, we're going to talk about releases. But before we do, I just realized that I never asked what beers you guys out there can try if you come to the grand opening. Okay, so I'm going to to do my best to make the list as you know, to the best of my knowledge here. So we will have a lager. Your knowledge is better than anybody yeah, else's. Listen, you know? Right now, it's a little it's a little blurry. <laughs> Arguable. Um, yeah. Uh, we'll have a lager on called 515. It's a low um, low ABV pills. Um, we will have our pale ale on. It's called Daylily. Um, just a, you know, standard hoppy pale, 5%. Uh, we will have our double IPA on, which is Pathfinder, which we've been drinking here. Um, that'll be about 8%. And we'll have Wash, which is our grisette. Um, that is a Award-winning grisette. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right. Listen, gather around. Uh, <laughs> 4.3%. And we'll have our... Dark, our pu- Dark Horse? Uh, Dark Horse will hopefully be on. That's our black IPA. That hit, comes in around 7%. And then, for sure, our pub ale um, will be on. That's, I think it's right now it's hitting about 4.9%. But... Um, Speaking of the pub ale, I'll just give you a quick little rundown. It's called Little Green House. Um, you know, the yeast strain that a lot of these New England beers come from is um, propagated from uh, Boddington's. So Really? Yeah, yeah. So we were, you know, that was... The classic. Of, as far as... Like as Boddington's the, can with the yeah, little shaker. Yeah, as far as my, no- classic as, to my knowledge, yeah, that's, that's the where the English strain was, like, built up. Um, I could be wrong. We might get a lot of comments that just say this guy's an idiot. That's fine. <laughs> Um, but so we kind of wanted to, you know, brew something that was kind of an homage to that because that was the beer that I drank when I was drinking PBR and stuff like that. If I wanted to feel <laughs> fancy, too, yeah. if I wanted to feel fancy, I would go to Bonington's. So we kind of wanted to Classic. chase that a little bit Classic. and then kind of twist it a little bit towards the you know, autodidact style. But yeah, yeah, pinky <laughs> out for uh, it's like Pooh Bear with the monocle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. So that um, our pub ale, Little Greenhouse, that should be on as well. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So I think the the one thing that you know what what's the one thing that gets all beer nerds wet is uh, the word collaboration, right? 
<laughs> no, Rob, no. I, I wish we had video of everyone's reaction yes. when you said that because yes. every, nobody knew that question was coming. Yes, I'm no pun intended on that either. I, I, I was like, yeah, you got my correct. attention. Yes, yes. See? we're listening. You don't want to admit it. Autodidact is listening. I still. <laughs> this is the first thing I've said since he said that. I this is the <laughs> most wet I've ever seen. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> you have to excuse who, me. Who do you? Not the most for me. Our collaboration is going to be a big part of your brewery plan going forward. Are there breweries you? Want to or want to collaboration with? Have you already set some things up for the future? Like, where, where are we at with that? Because nothing gets the beer nerd to go for the <laughs> yeah, Listen, I a collaboration mean, is all you're going to order ramen down to, from two doors down. Everybody's <laughs> going to come hang out. Somebody else is going to brew oh, yeah. beer. And, um, yeah, photo we, op. we owe a couple of back collaborations at this point. Um, we'll definitely bring our, our, our friends from Twin Elephant and Oak Flower in. Um, but I mean, make Frank do all the work. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Frank will be under the lagering tank with Frank has already open. done all the work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Frank, Frank's already done two beers full, and and Lizzo too, and Timbro. But so we are. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely bring them in soon, and then, um, you know, yeah, I would love to. I mean, we're definitely interested in toying around with and it's just getting the knowledge of our peers and getting an idea of how they handle things and kind of bringing them into our house and going to their house and. You know, figuring all that stuff out for sure. I love the idea of Frank brewing a collab beer with like brutal metal playing. Oh yeah, and him like screaming during it. Fra- <laughs> Frank leans more into that punk rock vibe, so yeah, he he hits my he hits my late '90s, early 2000s Pennywise esque. I don't stuff. think you'd want children around for that. No, no. But our children do get along very well. Frank and I. Other people's children. Yeah, I don't. Who, who might be running around the brewery? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Keep your kids at home. Yep. Okay. All right, we're going to talk about releases. Uh, we're going to start, because they're friends of yours, they're friends of the podcast, we're going to start with Oak Flower. We're going to start with them for a reason, and uh, that's because they did a new beer called Haddon. It's 6.8% New England IPA, named, uh, you know, this is an uh, homage to Elizabeth Haddon, who was New Jersey's first female home brewer. And they give a little story about her. In the 1700s, she crossed the ocean on her own, managed her own estate and finances, helped establish the town of Haddonfield, and built a sizable brew house that still stands today. Oh, oh shit. Gonna, Did Colin really this. tell you all that? He, no, it's on their post. It is. He posted it is. about it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say this right now. Oh, this is their, this is their the, the pink booze beer. Yes. Oh, okay. Not, to, not to take anything away from that, but this, this list of releases, you guys might need to push your grand opening back two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I gotta Because be, by the time we get winners, we're going to have drank all the beer in this brewery. This <laughs> <laughs> is long. I, I, it's massive. We'll, we'll try to zip through it. But here's the thing. So, yes. There's you, no zipping through this. Yes, so you mentioned it. That beer is heavily dry hopped with uh, Yakima Chief 2023 Pink Boot Society blend. Yeah. yeah. So, this was done for International Women's Day. Absolutely. We met, I, by the way, we were down there. We met everybody who did the Pink Boots beer from their staff that all collaborated on it. They're wonderful ladies. Absolutely. I'm very happy for them that they got to get this beer out there. I haven't had it yet, though. Have you? Uh, no, no, no. I think that's I'm very out excited to try it. So. And now here's uh, here's where I nerd out a little bit because I actually this took is when you do it. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you this. But this is this reminds me of like a hop culture article. When I'm scrolling, I start scrolling to see how long it is, and I get so tired of it and bored of it that eventually I close it, and I don't even get to the bottom. That's all right. All right. She all right. crossed what? the ocean, Rob. She did. Oh, no, I'm not taking away from that at Which all. I'm ocean? just saying. I'm talking about this release list. 
Well, here's the thing. So I read that post. I took a, a course in college. Okay, this was a real course. It's taught at Rutgers. I went to Seton Hall, but I did uh, okay. a few electives at uh, at Rutgers, and uh, it's called Dinosaurs. There's a, there's a class called Dinosaurs. That sounds fucking awesome. It's 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 a class taught by a guy who literally like looks up dinosaur bones and stuff, and uh, awesome. and I learned about the town of Haddonfield, okay, which you know Elizabeth Haddon. It's named after her. And so for those who don't know, and I'm just going to do a quick little tidbit, uh, one of the first complete dinosaur skeletons was found in the state of New Jersey. What? It was a hadrosaurus, and it was found, it was discovered in 1838. It was the first ever mounted dinosaur. So like you go to a museum, you see dinosaurs like... Mounted up, yeah. Yes, yeah. mounted up, not... Oh, not mounted. Not rode? Not rode? <laughs> not ridden? With the with the, the boy dinosaur Sorry. behind. Uh, no, uh, and in 1991, the Hadrosaurus was named New York's uh, New Jersey state dinosaur. That's dope. All so, right, we have a state dinosaur. We do. That fucking rules. Do yeah. all other states have a dinosaur? I have no idea. I don't um, know. It's gonna be a long night. I should have packed you the said, lunch. Yeah, <laughs> you said Ron down the deep. Gina, let's go. All right, the other two uh, I need things. a list of state dinosaurs. Stat. <laughs> uh, Dewdrop returned on draft there as well, and then also Ring Two, their hazy pale ale, which is very good. Yeah, which I haven't had yet. Uh, let's talk Tin Barn. They did a collab with Magnify. Yep. The the name of the beer is Unfit for Royalty. It's a triple New England IPA, Whirlpool hopped with Citra, Bio hopped with Citra, Dry hopped with Citra before a final drop of Citra. But also Nelson and Strata. All right, so okay. it has citra. A lot of citra. I think that's a, a. There was something done at Magnify that was fit for royalty. So this is a playoff of that. Okay. Right. okay. Yes. Unfit. I see what they did there. I like you it. see what they did there. Where, now, did it, where did the Nelson and Strata play in? Just after the, dry the citra. Hop? After at the final. After. The final dry. Just hop. the last dry. After yeah, the yeah, citra. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But a lot of citra. Uh, now, Scott, you had a beer uh, that you have had open. Oh, if yeah. you want to pour that I'm for us. Breathe. And there is a reason that we are drinking this beer. So tell us what we're about to drink and why. This is the um, Barrel-Aged Smoogee Puffsicle Strawberry. So this goes back to almost a year ago when we were at uh, Imprint. And uh, they were just starting to barrel-age beer. Not that I would ever, you know, it's not on my list of things that I wanted to make sure I had. Dan had made sure he like was looking for this beer he wanted to know why he couldn't purchase this beer before leaving imprint for uh he's what was it no um what's it called uh, too, too hot, for, hot the gram. for gram and uh i made sure that i went out and secured it for 10 via via trade so now it's a year later we've aged it even more we've, <laughs> we've bottle conditioned it bottle a strawberry marshmallow uh, puffsicle <laughs> yeah and so this is science. This is now turned into science. But there's also a reason that we are drinking this. We are oh. going to be going to this festival. Yeah, we're we're going to be uh, heading up to uh, down down. Well, yeah, Hatsfield, PA. It's just simple geography. Yeah, it's down, down there. Everything semantics. And uh, we're we're going to be participating, and uh, we're going to do this podcast right from there again. Yeah, it was probably one of the highlights of the podcast last year. I mean, that was a. Uh, that that star-studded event, cuckoo for cocoa puffs. We had everybody, and it was probably the longest podcast we've ever done. We got to get in the arcade this year. Yeah, I think that there's they've kind of done some some new stuff right there. I don't know. 
Yeah, like I think they put they, like a whole arcade in. Yeah, did the, they really? The blue floors still exist, but the uh, there's an arcade. Oh. So this beer is a rum barrel aged version of some puffsicle thing that they have. Listen, <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to go down and visit Kayla. Shout out to Kayla. Kayla Shout out Kayla. Yeah. Another class coming. All right, let's. Uh, we'll I would talk. I would actually go as far as saying Kayla is probably the face of imprint. I, you know, I think that's fair, but I mean, well, I actually do think it's fair. I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't say it if it wasn't fair. Yeah. All right. So, all right. Let's. Uh, we'll, we'll go through some more uh, releases. Uh, Equilibrium uh, had Patty's Cocoa Cream Imperial Stout, which is a long boil base stout with uh, rich Irish cream and cocoa nibs. I'm surprised that this hasn't been done before. I I, uh, yeah, right. I like I saw this and I was like, not by them, by anybody. Have you seen an Irish cream? Bailey inspired beer before. So there are no, a few, there are a few now. Down. Of course <laughs> you have. Fuck. There are a few now, but no. But it's why has haven't more breweries done that? Yeah, I would I would huh. jump on that or the Irish coffee thing. Sure. Right, like that would be awesome. I don't. Up on that. Yeah. They also did uh, Berry Dimension Sour IPA with Blackberry, Raspberry, Strawberry, and Selected Hops, and new IPAs, D-Hop 48. Oh, we're up to 48. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. It's getting like the uh, treehouse. We're almost there. <laughs> 69. 21 more. Nice. Uh, Cosmic Proportions and Shaved Kangaroo, which That's is their triple IPA with Nelson, Vic Secret, and Galaxy. That's medicinal. Let's... Uh, <laughs> I actually like it. The uh, yeah, it's, the imprint here, very sweet. Right, yeah. It's yeah. very very it's sweet. very sweet. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about District ninety six. So D ninety six has brought back King Cobra, the double IPA eight percent with citra hops, and a classic snake fo- fruit finish, which you can't have it's got any snork juice yeah. in it. Yeah, no snork, <laughs> no snork fruit or juicer in this one. This this beer is actually uh, the last time they brewed this was for the right before the Drownlands event. It was delicious, so I expected to be just as good. Essential juice it says with coconut. I don't know if that baby, I, it, baby it's sea with snake. Sabro, I think. Yeah, I think it's, it's just so, Sabro. So I think literally there's Sabro. Sabro. Yeah. Now too. Maybe. Okay. I think they actually added coconut. I think. Wow. I don't know. That's wild. I don't know if you need to because yeah, the no, Sabro, Sabro gave enough, enough coconut vibe to it, Sabro which is certainly is the Haze Boy's favorite. That's favorite. the Haze Boy's favorite hop, I think. I it, I wouldn't say it's my favorite hop. It's a hop that I'm very much in tune to, though. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have to look into this with coconut thing. Uh, also, the seed going down Atlantic City, tiny blush balloons, Cab Franc and Syrah. It is an oak fermented and matured saison, refermented on whole cluster Cab Franc and pressed Syrah must. Who's I saw that? the seed in Atlantic seed? City. No, I want that beer. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Can you send up some? Thanks. Well, well, well here's the deal. So, one thing about the seed that I love is they allow proxies because how long is it going to take for you to come, for, let's say, from, from here. here, from yeah. Morris Plains no way I'm to the well, seed? No, I think you can get it because Christian from Ghost Talk is planning on coming here. <laughs> All right, and Christian. Christian, can you bring us some seed? Yes. He has just been enlisted to proxy Christian for our fifty people. Christian, Christian bring the, the, the flight attendant. Beer. He's the flight attendant. My uh, down at right. uh, Ghost Talk. Yes, he just. <laughs> oh, flights oh people I love horrible. that. I've That's never something. heard that terminology. That's great. That's great. I, I he hates. Up. He hates foreign flights. Where, where the where the folks from the seed grew up are up where I'm from in the northern northern Jersey. My my. Really close friend Evan, who I think will be helping out over the next two weekends, is their artist for their cans. So you know, it's a small world. It all comes yeah. comes full circle. They're down in South Carolina right now, I believe. <laughs> oh, really? I think they're at the eighth state. Uh, oh, yeah, the yeah. altered states. Yeah, yeah. I did see them Good floating eggs. down there. 
Uh, Kane did bourbon barrel aged Sunday brunch. This year's Oof. version is 12.6%. This year's blend was also aged in different barrels and aged an average of 14 months. Holy shit, we're on Sunday brunch already. Yeah, we are. Oh, that's going to cruising be fun, through it, dude. We're moving. <laughs> no, I don't even mean it like that. It's just the Sunday brunch releases. I mean, I think the regular is, is like during the content. summer, but like the the barrel aged version comes out. Like the stuff that people yeah. like go crazy for and mm-hmm. argue and fight later. online about. Yep. <laughs> That's the good stuff. Uh, Root and Branch had uh, a few different releases. Abysmal Thoughts, Multi Oat Wheat Double IPA, Brewed and Dry Hopped with a rotating blend of hops. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> you know, that's okay. We're just going to change it up. Sounds like those guys from Autodidact. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Just tell us what it is, man. Uh, the Heart of Darkness Imperial Maple Wheat Stout, brewed with 25 gallons of Vermont maple syrup and cold conditioned on rich chocolate forward Brazilian coffee and Ryder. That sounds dope. Yeah. And they also did a Czech Pills, which nice. is called Ryder, um, with uh, some Czech Saz hops. They call it a timeless classic. See how quickly you can just get through a, a lager or a Pilsner? You don't have to get all fancy. There's no, yeah. there's no adjuncts. There's no nothing. It's just, it's just here's it some Saz hops. Someone made a lager. Anyway. Probably awesome. Let's talk twin. All right. Go on. What'd they make? All right. So what is your favorite police movie of all time? Police Academy. Yeah, I was going to say Police naked Academy, gun. too. Yo, Naked Gun, holy shit. Any of the Naked Guns. Well, yeah, they're all okay. I think he was, I think he was Super looking Troopers? for Police Academy. Uh, Police Academy. I, I, I was <laughs> looking for Police Academy. But yeah, so they did a beer called Tackleberry. It's yeah, a 6% fruited sour with raspberries. But Naked, all the Naked Gun movies are great. Yeah. Also Super Troopers. Can we just yeah, yeah, Super shout out fantastic. Littering and... This is what you get for having us on. We're going to throw everything. <laughs> this is his podcast. If you thought this list was going to be long, we're going to make it really long. This podcast is already <laughs> fucked, so we might as well just we really lean into it. If you think anybody listens this long, <laughs> you could do a whole episode with just this fucking release list. You really could. Yes. Uh, they also did a beer called Chrome with a K. Yeah. It's an American triple IPA, 9.5%, Citra, Yukonot, uh, Cryo, and Nectaron. And this is a shout out to Club Chrome. That's correct. Yes, oh, which, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. My, that was my wife exclaiming how much excitement she had for that because rest in peace, of, Chrome. Yeah, a lot of really great. Previously known great as memories. Club Benet. Yeah. Yes. That's yes. Right. I went to many, many concerts there. Yeah. Uh, Troon did Eternal Suffering, a nine percent hoppy ale. Does of it course, really matter what the name of it is? I fucking love Troon. So of course, Troon is like a top three favorite brewery of it's, mine. I yeah. was the hoppy ale. It's the best. Uh, they much like Autodidact don't tell you what hops are in it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they, he also just says it's a hoppy ale. It's, the best. it's a triple IPA. <laughs> it's the uh, I was once at Brick Farm Tavern eating lunch, and I he announced a release while I was there, and I almost missed it walking to the to the garage around the corner. Because they, they came out of the woodwork and the amazing the how they amassed. It's, it's so amazing. Down from the ceiling. Like helicopters came in with like bankers that were it's, ready to listen, buy. It's 2023. And beer nerds still flock to an unpaved parking lot and stand in the <laughs> mud two crawlers of hoppy ale. Yeah, Think shout out that. to Alex from True. Oh, fuck, he probably doesn't Alex even remember knows me. I, I met I him mean, a long time ago. He gave me when he let people in that brewery. I I was there with Neko, who just left, like day two. It, we met well, him, and so, he was so Neko super was nice like, kid. guys, I got a I got a True Night hoppy ale. And I was like, you got an IPL? He literally has a true <laughs> hoppy <laughs> ale. Yeah, he's breathing. <laughs> he literally oh, yeah. has. Yeah. Holy fuck. Is it aged? How aged is it? No, this is a, this is a porter. 
Oh, wow, that's like a it's eight. one of my favorite Instagram posts of all time was true. Four twelve twenty two, perfect. It's perfect drink. Just about a year, yeah. Are we opening this? Yeah, yeah. yeah why the hell not? Let's do it. You know what? If I took a picture of that, I probably could sell it for one hundred and fifty dollars. The right? picture, yeah. Cancel that. We're gonna sell it for one hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> we owe a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> we owe a lot of money. Uh, let's talk alternate ending. They it's did uh, Scuba Squad, a uh, 6.1% House Saison, and Bomba. Scuba Squad, what movie reference would that be? Waterboy? Scuba Steve? Waterboy. I was thinking Scuba Steve. Yeah, it's the first thing that came to my head. It was Waterboy. Scuba, yeah. but, uh, Scuba, Steve, Steve, Scuba Steve is Waterboy. Scuba Steve is not no, Waterboy. Scuba Steve is, oh, no, is not Waterboy. Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Big Daddy, yes. I don't, know, I don't know what Scuba Squad is, though. I don't know if that's a reference. No, so I got this next one. Evil Twin New York City. They released a bunch of beers with really long names. Go buy them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I they did. But, well, they did even more Hydra collab with Mortalis. That was they, a classic beer. They did uh, Et Stay Home One Spring Has Sprung Edition. And then this one sounds super cool, and I don't want to just jump over it. And that's Great Northern Twenty Five Reserva. It's I, a double barrel aged stout, aged forty six months, first in rum barrels, then Taconic Bourbon. Uh, four and a half year bourbon barrels, and then condition on toasted coconut. That just tells me that it wasn't right. good enough. Is that going in those stubby cans? Because if it is, I'm going to have to. Can I just I'm ask? I'm pro stubby can. Yep, it's DMs. not. It's in bottles. I I miss those stubby cans. I feel the need to ask this with Evil Twin releases. Were there hamburgers in the mash? This no, <laughs> not in that one. None of those. All None right. of those. But they have done the funkiest of adjuncts. Disappointing. Uh, we'll talk Timber Powdered Tracks, Imperial Stout Condition, on actually two of my favorite adjuncts, oh. Toasted Coconut and Peanuts. Uh, and that'll be in cans at your local liquor store soon. And Did they just have their big release last week? Was it the... Uh, uh, Marison Chaos. Yeah, that was... A that was uh, as a barley wine stout blend. Now, Scott, I think you should tackle the next one, Icarus's uh, release. Uh, Brooks C-A-T, I'm going to just call it Brooks Cat. Yeah, nice. A citrus pale ale brewed with copious amounts of citra, mandaria, bavaria, and um, palisadia. Palisade. Palisade. (laughs) Palisade. Palisade. I thought it was too easy if it was palisade. (laughs) Palisade. It's right. Ethnic. An Italian hop. Um, Just Palisades Parkway before uh, being fermented with Brooks Troy yeast. And then finished on mandarin orange zest. Mandarin, mandarin orange zest. Oh, okay. I thought he was going back to the hop, not the hop. Come on, Icarus. <laughs> Just they got stop. Where's the lactose? <laughs> you got to enlist Ronnie to read How is there no oh, lactose in this Icarus yeah. beer? Uh, Brick City. We mentioned the Silk City lineup last week, but that's not the only things that they have available. They did Fit for a King, an 8% milkshake style, double IPA with lactose, cinnamon and graham cracker, and peach puree. Wait, Ooh. is that anything to do with the Magnify release? That sounds no, like no, the Magnify no, release is that uh, big stout, the, the, the brownie fit batter. For a king. Oh, unfit, oh, unfit royalty. Unfit. Yeah. Oh, no, that was an IPA. Okay, okay. That was Got an IPA. I got my name's confused here. They also did The Butcher, 8% ABV, double dry hopped with Mosaic and Amarillo. Now, now we could talk Magnify. They yeah. did have a bunch of stuff. So Magnify has their Oh Yeah, a 6% Kool-Aid sour. Okay. So like the Kool-Aid man. I think sure. that that's kind oh, of yeah. where they're yeah. going yes. with that. Yep. Oh, I understand. Oh, yeah. DDH Headaches, which I can remember this beer when it first came out, undDDH'd. And that was a big question for Magnify: is what constitutes something being DDH or not? I remember that yes. episode of Steel that was. Was I will. I will always. Any podcast I can bring up, Augie 
and those guys ripping Eric for what constitutes being DDH and not DDH was was amazing. But they've they've I'm kind of not talk because I have a lot to say about. Yeah, well, I think they've, they've, he's gone back on the, the podcast and kind of cleared no, the air with it. You got to clarify. Yes. But, uh, so DDH headaches 8.2 D, uh, DDH Imperial IPA with Simcoe, Hertel Blank, and Azaka. So fresh, so clean. A six and a half percent cold IPA, Rob. So he's gone he's cold IPA. Cold. Remember, wasn't it that Magnify was cold the side? Top, was the related, cold side was was deemed one of the best. Cold, one of the cold. top. cold Cold IPAs, but yeah, it was literally know, just right. a yeah, just cold side. I mean, it's you know, such, a, zero that's IBU. such an untapped move, too. He did it. Yeah. He, he to, post, to post that on the untapped site and it'd be the wrong style beer, it just right it's so on brand. <laughs> for, for, like untapped. The user, for untapped. So, so now they went and actually made a cold but IPA. But they corrected them, right? Because I saw, the, I saw some I kind of... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And then they deleted the post. Wait, what, right. was, what was the hot <laughs> bill on the pre, on the last one before that? With Hollertel Blanc in it? And Azaka. Simcoe, Hollertel Blanc, and Azaka. Uh, I'm not an Azaka guy, but Hollertel Blanc and Simcoe is a fun one. Hollertel Blanc, it's with a K. Blanc. Blanc. <laughs> so this uh, new style of IPA, the cold IPA. Sure. It's an <laughs> IPL. It's an IPL, yeah. Imperial lager. No, that, that's a whole nuanced debate. Let's yes. not get into it. No, it's I don't. not. It's not, though. Let's do it. Uh, fermented at a cooler <laughs> temperature, which allows for a more crispy and clean beer. Kind of like a lager. Oh, similar. <laughs> While retaining a ton of hop aroma and flavor from the Galaxy Mosaic and Columbus used. Ooh, all right. All right. Columbus, I'm into there that. You go, there you I go. Did, I did not think that they would go down this road, but they did. Well, they have to explain. I get. No, no, I'm saying because of the... They're just the, trying to feed on tap yes, at this point. Because sure. they're just... All right. <laughs> we'll talk Ober Creek. They did Smiling from a Hole. That's their 8.2% double IPA loaded with Nelson Sauvine. And Night Stories. That's their 10.5% Imperial Stout conditioned on toasted coconut, cocoa nibs, and vanilla beans. That is for on-site only. Mm. Okay. Staying in that area, general-ish area, Marlowe, William, 6% ABV multi-oat double dry hopped IPA dry hopped with citra the hbc 586 which is super popular now mm. everybody's doing that we, we and nelson we're not going to ask you if you use i uh, don't i don't wouldn't know um okay. hbcs are tough but yeah you wouldn't know if you used it <laughs> I, yeah i'm just throwing it into random shit just whatever no yeah send us bags of whatever you got and but they also teased ahead to their cool. newest release of barrel age blackout jinx mm. uh which the two previous versions were a four three and a four four five and untapped. Yeah, they're you don't you don't think of Marlowe doing stouts, but when he's they great. do, they're he's, good. He's I had that one last year. It was straight fire. Yeah, he's great. So Bolero Snort came up is is gonna do Jersey Vice, a four point two percent raspberry and lime session ale. Listen, that's gonna be a shotgun beer. <laughs> yeah. It's murder that. that's a shotgun. In June. Yeah. yeah. That's a shotgunner. That's a shotgun beer? Yeah. But you four I, I love Jersey sarcasm. <laughs> so, like, if you've ever had a can of Jersey sarcasm, they have a little tab in the back that says, "You know what to do." Oh, right. oh that's really awesome! That's yeah. fun. That's oh. a great shotgun beer. That's I had no idea. So that's, I'm that's sure, fun. some kind of. Um, play you want you want a shotgun, a raspberry and lime session ale? Have you never shotgunned a, a white claw? No. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I'm in the minority here. <laughs> it's too carbonated. <laughs> 
I make fucking beer memes. I've done it for like five years. Do you think that I'm a normal person? No. No, exactly. <laughs> Nobody does. Nobody thinks that. Thank you. <laughs> it explains everything. Bolero also has a beer coming out called First Break, a coffee vanilla cream ale. It's in cans. First commercial beer for Shoreside. So the, I guess this beer is going down. So yeah. Chris, shout out to Chris Bellers. from Shoreside. Yeah. Shout out for, to Scott. From shout out to Washington. Congrats to uh, Chris to on that one. Winning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about Hackensack Brewing. They did all black Eldorado, which is a black IPA, hop with Cascade and Eldorado. Hell yeah. And that's a tribute to a man uh, by the name of Notorious B.I.G. Rest nice. in peace, big up. Rip Shout out to Hackensack. They have an alpha set up, too. So Yeah, good eggs. Our whole black IPAs. Let's do it. It's, it's a style you don't see that often anymore. Commit. Uh, the source did Barbershop Pills, Bohemian Style Lager, Patty's Day, Nitro Dry Irish Stout, uh, Farmhouse Abbey, a Belgian Style Double, and Stoned Tiger's Eye, 7.8% ABV, Double Dry Hopped Imperial IPA. Okay. Now, Hudson Valley brought back some favorites. Yeah, they went back to the old school with... Uh what what batch of Ultrasphere is this? Like seven, probably. Can we remember? Can we all can we all reminisce about Ultrasphere one? Like batch one was the batch best. one was the oh, best. Man. When they when they sourced those yellow raspberries. Yeah, before port, they sold out. That poured a bright pink. <laughs> those yellow raspberries. That, that, that poured all a natural pink. flavor. Yeah. Yellow raspberries. The the Hudson Valley releases were something of uh, legend. And yeah, sure. uh, it was old. It was Ultrasphere and Amorphia. I mean, those were the yeah, two. That was it. Well, um, getting, getting there at seven in the morning and being three hundredth in line was like. I still have a can of fucking crazy. Yeah, one yeah. Amorphia. No, it blew you still up. Have it? it that blew John up. Anthony gave me, and he said, "Never drink this ever." <laughs> And so you still have it. I, I have, have not it. drank it. I still have it. I've I always found it. it. It's like bring it back here next time. I always found it quite interesting that that Hudson Valley always gave us what the what the hops were in their sour IPAs because they were so distinguishable. <laughs> <laughs> so Ultrasphere is hopped with um, Citra Nelson. I mean, you know, once you get past the raspberries, you can definitely pick up notes of White Citra wine. Nelson. Yeah, <laughs> and Amorphio after you get past the milk sugar and the strawberries. <laughs> You definitely get a lot of Citra Nelson, but you're yep. gonna not get that. Clearly, that's toilet. what makes it an yeah, IPA. Yeah. Just real quick yeah, before we move on, yeah. <laughs> from Hudson Valley, I want to do a shout out to Evan M. Cohen, their artist. Mm. Oh yeah, the most incredible Amazing. label artwork yep. I've ever seen. Great dude too. Right. Nice. Have you met him? Yes, I've met him at Hudson Valley before. I've yes. not met him, but his Good artwork dude. is beautiful. And I mean, I they him. made them. Um, I mean, their oh, their they whole the marketing scheme. They're their glassware, their everything, their shirts. Based on his they work. did prints like you would. They were whatever at the, in the early days of Hudson Valley. If there was something that they could put together that people were going to, you know, they every release they had a little flyer that was made up that had Evans' That's artwork awesome. on it and what the, what the beers were that were being released. They Just, did prints of his yeah, work. They always I mean, had prints. Yeah. they had like. Evan, 10 or 20 prints per release. Yeah, Evan, if you're listening, you could charge them so much more money. Dude. <laughs> just, just, just milk that, dude. Yeah. You got it. You're good. But it's still good to see that Ultrasphere and Amorphia are still. Yeah, I mean, those are two of the still classics ribbon. that I remember. Multichorus was like uh, one I, of my favorites. Back I think in the if day it too. wasn't, yeah. those two beers and obviously Demiurge were the ones that gave the most. Like, you know, of second batches, like people thought, like, was, was not the same beers. So to speak, right? Yeah, I mean, well, Dem- Demure's batch one and two are very different. Well, of course, but I'm saying if those were the hot button ones where people started to say, "Could you repeat beers? Were they gonna taste the same?" So to speak, but right. Uh, Two Ton did uh, Crispy Boy, 
Uh, it was a German style lager and Bird's Mouth. They did. Uh, they recently released a Hoppy Pilsner and a Black Lager. Nice. And they teased ahead to St. Patrick's Day festivities, which will include a Vienna Lager and half and half pours. Also, live music and green T-shirts. So, nice. a cool place to go to. Uh, if you want something to do and you want to go to a brewery on St. Patrick's Day. Where's sure. Two Ton in Bird's Mouth? So Two Ton is in Kenilworth. Bird's Mouth is actually at the Monmouth, uh, like the, the old base. Okay. Yeah. That's my new obsession is Bird's Mouth. So cool. if any from, anybody from Bird's Mouth is listening, please hit us up. We'd love to collab on a, on a lager. Yeah. I, I'm obsessed with their branding. All their, like, their approach is awesome. They, they seem to be making pretty awesome. We had them on before they opened. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I that's guess awesome. you didn't listen. That's okay. We know it's you, Robbie West. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, while, also, while there, I want to talk about them. They're down in Asbury. I yeah. uh, want to congratulate them. They were the first brewery to advance in Paragon's Craft Beer March Madness bracket. Oh, and they, oh shit. They also released a cold IPA <laughs> called Unhallowed Rights. They say it's an they say it's an IPA, but fermented low and slow like a lager. Okay. Wow! So, so it's almost like an IPL. There you go. <laughs> That's so. Wait, weird. who did they who did they beat who who did they beat out? In that? I I would have to look oh, at man, the. Uh, I love I love a good bracket. Yeah. Is, no, the brackets are interesting, and yeah. I and I was uh, again as I mentioned before, I was there yesterday. Mm. Uh, at I had, Wild there? No, at uh, Paragon. For oh, their, Paragon. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, and it was pretty interesting. Like really? like. All, all the local beers are there, and people were awesome. no flights. Everybody's got to get 16 ounces, Good. so it's mostly low ABV stuff. And Drink like, big. Yeah. Yep. I will talk we're national. Halfway. We are. We'll talk oh national releases. <laughs> um, so Tampa Bay Beer Week was this week, so we'll talk about a few of those. Uh, Angry Chair had some special releases. They did 750 milliliter bottles of Prodigious, which is a blend of barrel aged Imperial German chocolate cupcake and barrel aged adjunct trail. They also had Cup Cup Cake Cake, which sounds like a veil beer, but it's not. And it's an Imperial Sweet Stout. And Syndicate, which is a blend of 19 month aged vanilla extract bourbon barrels and 22 month wild turkey barrels with. Toasted coconut, vanilla beans, and marshmallow. And here it is. <laughs> this is the moment Scott's been waiting for. <laughs> Dan gets to speak about his favorite Florida brewery, which is not. I mean, I I think Angry Chair is my favorite, but I do Angry love talking. Angry Chair is awesome. I do love talking yeah, about love corporate Angry ladder. So. It's like Angry Dad, Angry Chair. Yeah. <laughs> nope, corporate ladder. Yes. Yeah, so uh, they did double barrel aged banana Foster a la mode, nine and a half percent gluten free dessert beer aged in rum and bourbon barrels, <laughs> then conditioned on banana, caramel, cinnamon, and vanilla ice cream. There's, there's, there's obviously no gluten in any of that. <laughs> they also did double barrel aged uh, orange sticky buns, nine and a half, nine point one percent aged in Grand Marnier and rum barrels, conditioned on orange juice. Cinnamon sticks and Hawaiian vanilla. That's gluten free too. Apparently, it's a sticky bun. I, I, yeah. Listen, I don't. I didn't. I don't make the beers. I just talk about them. It's not <laughs> gluten free. And the next one is uh, one. I had the barrel aged version of this last year. It was awesome. Uh, double barrel aged Bano coconut pie. Fourteen percent imperial stout aged in Old Fitz barrels for eighteen months and Stag Junior barrels for thirteen months for a total of thirty-one months. Then condition on wild Thai banana, toasted coconut, vanilla, and cinnamon. Keep going. They also did. 
<laughs> they also did a uh, barley wine, brown sugar rum barrel aged dissolution, 13.5% ABV English barley wine aged in brown sugar rum barrels. Because that's what I think about English barley wine. In rum barrels. Yeah. That's it. No adjuncts. No. No. Uh, Garage Yeast did barrel aged blue waffles. Barrel aged casting couch? Blue waffles. They did not name a they did. blue waffles. And if you don't know what blue waffles. Don't Google it. Yes. Seriously? <laughs> they did. This is a long time ago they've had blue waffles. Now they barrel aged it, but <laughs> if you don't know what blue waffles is. Uh, Google it. No. Don't Google it. Have a great time. <laughs> Image gross. search. Google. Just, I'm feeling lucky. First result. Send me to it. Go, go to, no, Bing search it. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's true. Uh, it's Even a, better. It's a blueberry mead with vanilla and bourbon barrel-aged maple syrup, aged in apple brandy barrels for 22 months. They also did Huntsman, which is a mead with black currants from New York, European bilberries from Scandinavia, heritage raspberries from Oregon, huckleberries from Idaho, cherries from Poland, and genuine Oregon Marion berries, aged in vanilla bourbon barrels for 25 months. Shut this up. This is mead? Okay. That's, That's a mead. Awesome. Is Marion berries a real thing? Or is that a Portlandia joke? Uh, it must be a real thing. I have no I'm idea because I've never had one. It's probably fucking awesome. It probably is. is. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> is it's it? I've never heard of a Marionberry. It's an you have. You just didn't know if it was real. Yeah, Portland, Oregon. Like Portlandia. Yeah, Oregon. you're right. I hear you. Uh, Woven Waters, our friends down in Tampa. Listen, their POS system went down today. Really, they just yeah. got overrun with. We talked about this thing. If, if, they, only had, if they only had backup, backup in their week. Yeah, Did they really? Yeah, yeah. backup. Oh, no, that's not a joke. Oh, no, it's not okay. a joke. Get that Elon Musk satellite going. <laughs> so they did a uh, barrel aged Obsidious 2023 and a barrel aged Descension. And that's all we're going to say about them. We're going to move on to Magnanimous. <laughs> Magnanimous did the Keep Volume 4. It's a collab with Cycle. It's an English-style barley wine aged in Heaven Hill barrels for 27 months. And they did another uh, collab with Cycle, Dead as Dreams, a blend of Imperial Stouts aged in Pritchard double chocolate bourbon barrels for 12 months, Weller barrels for 13 months, and Wild Turkey barrels for 12 months with raw coconut, toasted coconut, and cocoa nibs added. So Hidden Springs did some stuff too because it's Tampa Bay Beer Week. Of course. So the, you know, seems that, to be a theme here. Yeah. So Black yeah. Aggie, we all know Black Aggie. They did the Fluffernutter. They did it with a snacking cake blend box. You got your chocolate cake. You got your coconut. You got your pecan. And then we're going to move on to Cycle. Listen, sure. I'm going to cover this one. Cycle and Cigar City, they fought on Twitter. Nobody fucking paid attention to it. And that's all I have to say about both of them. No, it was Cycle and Funky Buddha this No, no, no. Fight. It was Cycle and Cigar City this week, although it was really oh, Cycle trying to pick a fight with Cigar City, and Cigar City never Funky Buddha did jump into the mix, though, right? Oh, that was like a month and a yeah, half ago. Yeah, this yeah. is recent. And then... Um, so, 8th State is having their Altered States World, Festival. the next one. <laughs> trying to move it along. <laughs> uh, they had some special releases. Theo was a barrel-aged imperial stout with vanilla beans, aged for two years and four months, available only to the Super VIP package for the festival. And that bottle we talked about, Scott. Oh, that, the one with the cat? That one is named uh, after one of their cats named Theo. Oh, Theo's the cat. Okay. Yes. They also did Bourbon Barrel Age Scorpion Zoom, collab with Vitamin C, EQ, and Mortalis. Mm. It was brewed with Lemon Italian Plum, Tangerine, Passion Fruit, Buddha's Hand, Calamansi, Vanilla, and it was aged two years in Maker's Mark Single Barrel. So Holy a Scorpion shit. Bowl, like like one of those little tiki things where it's just a big I old think thing. so, yeah. yeah. That's Sounds like a real... Um, 
Dino kind of thing. It does. Okay, keep moving on. They did Will's Blood Volume 3 Imperial Stout, aged two years and three months in a Four Roses barrel, finished on coconut, vanilla, and coffee. Um, they did a collab with Homage, which was Daily Routine Mandarina Bavaria, a 4.8% unfiltered Pilsner. They did two collabs with Burial. One of them is called All Right, I'll Keep Pondering. It's a 5% Hefeweizen with Wild Thai Banana, which Why? I think is pretty Thai. interesting. Uh-oh. I think that's actually interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested in that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a Hefeweizen person, but if you're going to go for it, go for it. Put banana in it. And yeah. Have you tried the half? And the other collab was uh, Existential Crisis of Sci- uh, Synthetic Consciousness, the most right. burial name possible. Sure. 6.4%, 6.5% oat cream IPA with dragon fruit, cashmere, citra, lupamax, and milk sugar. It's a hard pass with the milk sugar. Oh. So Hill Farmstead did some beer too. Yeah, we've heard of them. Yeah, they did a grand crew of Aaron. That's right. It's one of like the old dudes that used to be on, lived on the, yeah, on the farm somebody of on sean's family farm, right, was right, right. but this now they just mixed a bunch of old aaron together to get grand crew sounds like incest is the barley wine <laughs> yeah top old aaron, a bunch of aaron in one bottle <laughs> yeah toppling goliath at midnight sea collab with cellar maker we're to talking b- about toppling goliath yeah okay. toppling goliath yeah uh, to Barrel Age Imperial Stout. They also did Turmoil, Vanilla, Pistachio, and Granola. You'd probably find that in your local bottle, Bottle King, for like $47 a can. <laughs> yeah, at least in six weeks. <laughs> well, Mort- <laughs> Mortalis did a bunch of new cans. They have fruit puree in them. Go buy them. <laughs> Fidens. We're, we're just paring this list out real fast. We'll, we'll jump Fidens, Fidens did four IPAs. <laughs> With all different hop combinations. We'll, we'll jump ahead to Great Probably Notion bad. and Brewhouse. They did Bird Point collab with Horace. 14% uh, stout conditioned on coconut, toasted coconut, marshmallow, and East Timor vanilla beans. That's a Ooh. new one. They also did another collab with Horace called three at, 3.5 out of 5 Ain't Bad. It's a Bohemian Pilsner. It's a nod to <laughs> Untapped. It's a nod yeah. to Untapped, absolutely, uh, with Saz Hops. And they did Familiars, an Imperial collab with Brewhouse, which has toasted peanuts, maple syrup, and vanilla beans. Well, well he's got a connection to Great Notion, right? Yes, he was. Uh, I think all those releases are actually out of Great Notion for now. Is he opening, or is he? Uh, not yet. He's okay. so. I think half of them are out of Great Notion, and then half of them are out of another brewery out of Portland. And we'll end it with uh, Three Sons. He's gonna skip Monkish. <laughs> It did a nice day. Monkish products on the rise. Let's go. Secondary market. market monkish. So hot right now again. We're going to skip that of all releases? Sure, we're go for about, it. We're talking about fucking Brujos, and we're going to skip monkish? They name their beers after songs. Or Wait, lyrics. hey. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Burial did some stuff. Freak How Folk did some stuff. Barrel Souls did some stuff. Phase three phase did a beer. Three, phase beer. three, let's give them a shout out. They're celebrating their fourth anniversary. They did a beer called HBD. Happy birthday. Imperial Brownie Stout. It's available in two pack cans, which is pretty cool. But we'll end, I think we'll end with three sons. Because you're wearing the fucking t You're going to skip Sarah? We can talk Sarah. Come on. All right. So Sarah did Fruitful Forecast, Mixed Berry, Barrel Age Saison with both raspberry and blackberry. Yeah. And, if memory serves, House Saison fermented in two separate stainless steel vessels with two distinct strains of Brett. I think memory okay. serves because you wrote it here. If memory serves. Oh, okay. That's the name of it. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Three Sons, Fatality. Oh, that's a double wax, right? The wax it is. Wax. It is. The bottle has red wax on the top. 
and red wax on the bottom Ooh, to make it look like okay. blood. Right. And why does it? Yeah. And why does it look like Not blood? Zero point to this. It's the best. Why it's is it just trolling beer nerds? Yeah. Yeah. Which is the top and which is the bottom? Here's the best thing that could happen. The best thing that could happen is if they Chalice. did the labels upside down and they waxed both sides, so the beer nerds try to <laughs> get through the wax just, just and it's their the hard drives are like the bottom of a can because they put the it's labels on the bottom. They should do it on the cans then. Oh, the can that would be that would be crazy. You could strictly open it at the openings of if it was can and you wax both sides and you put the label upside oh, down that would totally yeah, just be the biggest, awesome. biggest troll job ever big brain ideas here on the <laughs> podcast no but this one is uh so this is a mortal combat theme beer hell yeah that's why All it's right. called Tight. fatality heard of it yes yeah. uh 14.2 percent abv imperial stout aged in sazerac 18 year wild turkey rare breed eight year and MGP rye whiskey barrels for an average of 22 months before being treated on raw coconut, Brazilian coffee, graham cracker, toasted marshmallow, West Papua uh, Indonesian vanilla beans, and cocoa nibs from Ghana, Haiti, Uganda, Ecuador, and the Philippines. Why, can I, Corey? Why? Can I guess the name of this beer? You did. I, I, I said it already, but oh, go you for said it. I miss it. Is it called Diminishing Returns? <laughs> <laughs> We made no money. Is that what you mean? <laughs> we it is called Fatality. Oh, Fatality. Oh, right. It's right. still I'm, that I'm, beer. I'm back in yes. I felt like it that was an It is still that ago. beer, yes. All right. <laughs> so who is that? Who is that fucking awesome? That is by Three Sons. Okay. If it's Baraka, I'm in. That sounds nice. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be a very good beer. All right. That's a lot of stuff to do to a beer. It is a lot of... We are, like, immediately thinking about it at this scale, like, just getting into it. That seems like, like yeah, we're like we way didn't do that. Holy <laughs> shit, that's so much to do to a beer. Can you do that? Like, is that all right? You know who's done that? I know somebody who brewed a beer with twelve adjuncts. Something like that. Other half has gotten that. Weasel shit coffee in it. That's all that really. Oh, Rob did it with Bolero. With Rob Bolero, did it with yeah. Bolero. Session pastry wine. It's all gonna right. go to Great American Beer Fest and win session pastry wine. Adjuncted <laughs> session pastry wine. <laughs> Only entry. Only entry. Gold. Yeah. I'm going to get gold, silver, and bronze, and I'm only going to wear the bronze medal. Hell yeah. This list was created before Tin Barn released today their salt wine. Another another Hayes Boys. uh, Yes, this was with Garrett. (laughs) No, no, I'm sorry. With Funktastic Meads. This was... How long in the making? We talked about this a we lot did, at We Tap did House talk about it. Yeah, I didn't know that. I did not see the post today. Yeah, so that happened, and it's four per person. Wow. I yeah. want this thing. Good for them. Here I it is. Oh, oh, you're not yeah. I'm excited. They did not take my advice and say, do not put the word salt wine on the list. It's called pushing boundaries. That was good advice. It didn't take it. I wow, have another half wheat wine that's been in the basement for no quite the some salt. Time. Wine, I know, but I'm I saying like I probably have that same wheat wine. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're talking. I'm about like, I'll open wine. that. When gold strain. I can't. Gold, yeah, I can't say one. that I've ever had a salt. Gold strain. I've never had a salt. What wine. the fuck is a salt it's wine? Not a th- it's a thing, but it's it's salt wine was how they could get around the idea that it was a mead being blended right. with a sour, and that was logistically how they could legally be able to sell. Who won the uh, Great American Beer Fest uh, Best Salt Wine last year? <laughs> There's only gonna be one this year, so we can. I gotta be honest with you. That's a, when you explain it like that. But no, they had. Awesome. To, yeah, they had. To, I mean, there was a loophole to everything like we yeah, talked about sure. earlier, and this was how you could 
technically blend the Virginia I mean, meat listen, with yeah, a New whatever. York State How sour base. How fucking stupid is that, though? <laughs> Seriously. You know, you have to call it this because you're mixing these two products. This one from this state and this from this state. Uh, that we got to call it a salt wine. I'm just fucking moronic. <laughs> Thank you for having us on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, we really appreciate it. Yeah, we're looking forward we're to our opening. We have beers that are just they're just regular beers. They're, yeah, they're like, like, like beer flavored beer. It like would barely give it to me in one one thing. Whatever I think, you, I think week two you need the salt one. It's aged like maximum a month. <laughs> yes, maximum Minimum two weeks. We did oh, oh, way oh. too early. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen. Thank you guys for having us. Well, thank thank you, thank thank you, you so for uh, hosting us today. I'm looking forward to the grand opening again. Tell everybody when it is and where you guys are located. It's October. Uh, Jesus Christ! It's March. October. <laughs> October. <laughs> March twenty fourth, two thousand twenty eight. Uh, 6 p.m. Uh, we are opening on March 24th at 4 p.m. Uh, we will be open on Friday and Saturday of that week weekend. It will be 12 to 10 on the 25th. We will not be open that Sunday, but going forward after that, we will be open every Sunday. That, that's March 24th, right? That's March, March 24th, 24th, March 25th, 4 to 10, 12 to 10. Roll up. Get yourself a... Be two years. We'll have a beer. We'll have beer. And uh, <laughs> how often does this happen on your podcast? Always. Everybody just kind of gets fucking loosey goosey at the end. It's of happened the before. Day, you? Yeah. <laughs> it's happened before. Ron's like, we're opening 2026. Oh, All right, new. everybody. Thank you guys for having us. Today. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. And thank everybody uh, for listening. And until next time, America, drink up and stay beautiful. Stay beautiful.